intro that explains what the fuck this is finally. You know, only six months in. <laughs> so welcome to Spook Show Syndicate, Twitch's only horror movie talk show. Maybe. I don't know, I didn't do the research on that, but I did a cursory search and nothing really popped up. So I'm claiming it until somebody comes in here and tells me otherwise. Yeah. I'm your host, Boone Scrublord. With me tonight are my beautiful co-hosts, Nefarious Nerdette, Sprint and Fish, and Kettle Unto Coil. If you've never yeah. been to one... He- oh yeah, say hello. Hello. I'm beautiful. I'm just, I'm just oh. reading. <clears throat> if you've never been to one of these shindigs before, let me break it down for you. Every month we've got a theme and we each select one horror flick that fits that theme. Then we watch them all. Then, once our brains are all fried with horror movie madness, we award the movie's points based on a selection of arbitrary categories. We also tally the total number of times people die, do drugs, chug booze, get naked, and have sex to determine a movie's base score. Then we get together and talk about the movies. That's the part that's just about to happen once I finish this intro. We'll talk about the shit we liked, the shit we didn't like, random side tangents involving ham sandwiches. And then comes the big reveal. Seeing what we all chose for which category and tallying up the points to see which of the four movies rises to the top. But wait, there's more! Whoever selected the winning movie for the month then gets to decide what next month's theme is going to be. And then the whole vicious cycle continues. So that about sums it up. For June 2020... Kettle selected for us the theme of 80s horror. Ah, the 80s. It was a magical time. At least, it seems like it was. Personally, I wasn't born until the decade was already half over, and like so many of the filmmakers from that era, hopped up on enough cocaine to make even former stars of Two and a Half Men say, Dude, slow down. I don't have much memory of the 80s. In truth, I was more a 90s kid. But that doesn't stop me from having an affinity for them, a special kind of love. Because there's just something special about the 80s, man. Big hair, synthwave tunes, a sense of dirty dystopia paired with a rule-breaking and boundary-pushing spirit, but strangely one that seemed a little more willing to fall into a formulaic routine. It was almost as if the vibe of the 80s was, yeah, we hate the establishment, but we're pretty sure the establishment's going to win, so might as well embrace it. Based on my hazy recollections and limited understanding, that's how it kind of feels, looking back on it. At least through the lens of pop and cult culture. A lot of change and reckless experimentation, but also a lot of conformity in the sense that certain new things gained some traction and suddenly everyone was doing it. Specifically, in the realm of horror, it's undeniable that the 80s was the decade where slasher flicks were born and also where they dominated the market. You could make an argument that John Carpenter's Halloween, released in 1979, was the true birth of slasher slasher flicks. You could also make arguments that there had already been slasher flicks years before even Halloween, going back to even Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. And you might be right. But there's also an argument that the the first real slasher flick, the one that cemented the formula not only narratively speaking, but commercially, was Friday the 13th, released in 1980. The makers of Friday the 13th created what would become a dominating franchise that lasted not only through the entirety of the 80s, but to this day. None of the movies this month are Friday the 13th. Just putting that one out there. Their primary goal when they were putting together the flick? 
rip-off Halloween, which had been a surprise hit. Make something similar that could cash in on the audience's desire to watch young people get brutally slaughtered one by one. You can talk about final girls and convoluted killer backstories and the necessity to, necessity to set your slasher flick around a noteworthy holiday and find a really cool-looking mask for them to wear all you want. But ripping off something that was profitable, that's the core of what slasher flicks are. And it's persisted even out of the 80s. How many Scream ripoffs did we get in the 90s and early 2000s? Even more modern slasher flicks making an attempt to pay homage to the 80s originals are basically just ripoffs of those 80s originals. That's not to say there haven't been dozens of creative entries into the subgenre. Despite the basic profitable formula, all slasher flicks aren't created equal, even if, from a cursory glance, you might be hard-pressed to tell a lot of them apart. Anyway, that was a lot of words about slasher flicks, and the theme of the month isn't even about even slasher flicks. It's general 80s horror. Oh, we've got a slasher flick in the rotation, but it's just the one. And I'd say the rest are good representations of the other side of the 80s. The less formulaic and weird side of the 80s, which makes that decade so fascinating. But I already spent way too much time going in on that slasher tangent, so let's just get into announcing the movies. From 1981, we have Possession a French-West Germany co-production that shows the true horrors of a collapsing marriage when a wife discovers the true bliss of tentacle sex. Also from 1981, we have The Evil Dead, where a group of young idiots decide it'll be fun to spend a weekend in a dilapidated cabin and play recordings of a demon summoning rite, no matter how horny it makes the trees. From 1986, we have From Beyond, based on H.P. Lovecraft's short story and made by the people who gave us Reanimator, where an unhinged scientist, his therapist, and a cop decide to get into a spooky old mansion and start tickling their pineal glands until everything gets sticky. And also from 1986, we have Slaughter High, which involves a group of unlikable jerks gathering for a high school reunion, but they're all too dumb to realize the school has been abandoned for years, and the nerdy kid they maimed is lining them all up for a kill-crazy scheme. So hop into your Wayback Machines and set the dial back about 30-some-odd years, because we're going to the 80s, bitches! Hey, we're in. That was a long one. I'm, I apologize. I went off on a rant. All right. Well, that's fun. <laughs> I tried to use every 80s word possible when I tweeted out the... <laughs> it works. It nice. Works. So anyway, I suppose we will get started with uh, possession. It's weird. We got four, we had the whole decade of the eighties to to choose from. <laughs> we choose we choose yeah we choose two movies from nineteen eighty one, two from nineteen eighty six. I had to look up specific release dates for these movies to make sure we were going in chronological order. Yeah. <laughs> so first is possession. From I don't I didn't write down the actual release date, but it's from 1981. Uh, Neff, you brought this one to us, so. Oh, why am I cold? You can start. Oh. Okay. Is so, it still set to 73? I turned it to 73 yeah. last night. Um, so possession. <laughs> oh, it's a movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think my favorite part was when you came back out and you were like, there are tentacles. 
<laughs> yeah, there's a fucking tentacle monster. What the fuck? That was after I came out previously to that and sa- said, I'm like 20 minutes or a half hour in. I have no fucking clue what's going on. Mm-mm. I think I like it, but I have no idea what's happening. It is definitely one of those movies kind of like Phantasmagoria. Or Phantasm. Where... Phantasm, sorry. Yeah. Um, where where it's, it's a lot more of an experience than it is a coherent plot line. <laughs> yes. Um, but needless to say, it is a very intriguing incoherent hot mess yeah uh and it's actually really good like i don't know if this is what makes alan i just almost called him alan grant (laughs) samuel neal not to be confused with samuel (laughs) adams like i'm i'm trying to debate if he's actually a good actor or not, and I'm gonna go with he is. I I think he is. Shit, like. Well, I, well, yeah, I I know he is because I've seen him in a yeah. bunch of stuff. This one is this one. It's a little harder to tell because he's so over the top, but so is everyone else. Yeah, so that was. Like, so I I made a note of yeah. that. I was I was like, it fe- like one. It felt like stage acting. Like he was performing yes. on a stage instead of a uh, for for That's a, a good movie. Way to put it, yeah. And then and then also on top of that, it felt like it was intentional. Like the director told him to do that. <clears throat> That's how it felt to me. It felt it felt like that was specifically that that was intentional to have them be so over the top and like stage actors. I don't yeah. know that, but it but I feel like that was the case. It does. It does feel like that. Um, I mean, it was, it was just, ins- I don't even have, like, I watched it twice, guys. Twice. <laughs> uh, hoping, hoping I could understand it the second time. Um, How'd that work I out? I mean, it, as, as I sat on it and I gestated it inside of my mind belly, um, <laughs> interesting <laughs> my mind belly um, were there tentacles involved was no. there an octopus man octopussy no, mm-hmm. no. no that, that would have been me and my mind belly that, that would have um, been if they had gender flipped it and Sam Neill was the one having the affair <laughs> yeah it, it so it's it's very clearly the dissolution like it's an over-the-top representation of basically a husband finding out that his wife is cheating on him and like the worst case supernatural horror uh, like outcome Mm. like he got impregnated with devil seed basically and had a miscarriage and bam there's the tentacle or did she because i think that was all metaphorical because she's going off on some insane tangent about chance and hope or whatever like sister chance and sister hope and sister hope died so all she had was sister chance so i think it was a might have been a metaphorical miscarriage, or maybe not. Who knows with this fucking movie, really? No, and like, what's up with the clones? 
Yeah. What? There's clones in this movie, apparently. Like, it's also almost body snatchers. Can I yeah. ask now or wait for my turn? If you, yeah, you can. So I absolutely, first of all, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. It was a play. And yeah. I wasn't surprised to find that it had an occult following. And I really do feel like the duality there was that she was giving up the, the whole reason the clone of her existed at the very least was her giving up her good side so that whatever that thing was, that that evil thing that wanted the sinning side of her could keep that part and the rest of her could be happy with her family. Hmm. Maybe. If, I mean, there's if, a lot of weirdness in this movie. Like, there's a lot of room for interpretation. There's a lot, yeah. This is this is why I, I think it, where where's the note? I I made a note. I'm like this. Uh, I'm like this is the weird interpretive fucking movie. Kettle's gonna hate this one. <laughs> Boy, how did you know? <laughs> I I had a sense after your reaction to certain other movies we've had on the show. I didn't know it was gonna be an interpretive movie. I picked it because <laughs> no, it's it good. Weird. I'm I'm glad. I like I enjoyed it. it. Yeah, I three I, out of four ain't bad. I loved it, and I absolutely, like, got into, you know, I over, give me something so I can overthink about, and art movies that have cult followings, best thing you can give me, because I'm like, I think about it a lot within the visual that it's giving me, so I enjoyed it, Neff, I'm not worried that it was. I just feel bad for Kettle, like, <laughs> why am I even doing this anymore? <laughs> it was it was really only bet that bad for me because it, I had a headache and the bitch would not stop screaming. Ooh, it's oh like my god! There's a lot of screaming. yeah. Oh man, yeah. I wouldn't have minded it as much without that because it it. I mean, yeah. Incoherent plot line aside, it had some like. Well, in my opinion, it was mostly just like funny shit. But like, yeah. like first of all, there's a child named Bob. Like, can we start there? <laughs> oh, if you like children named Bob, we're eventually gonna have to get House by the Cemetery on the show. There is a kid named Bob. You're oh, gonna no. hate don't Bob. They, don't they start out when they're when they first spring up out of the earth? Don't they start out as Roberts, and then like as they get older, they turn into Bobs? And then by the time they're old men, they're just B. <laughs> yeah, that's old Mr. B from down that's the road. That's old Mr. B, he likes, yeah. He likes to chase uh, rabbits with his old B. <laughs> and then, uh... Oh yeah, the the quote that I had when he was talking to uh, Heinrich, I believe it was. Yeah, uh, when he he said that his he's got his yin yang balls dangling from his Zen brain. And uh, that gave me a pretty good chuckle, dude. Like Sam Neil, like the, the like Sam Neil spends a lot of the movie going through weird shifts, like weird emotional shifts. But I think my favorite iteration of Sam Neil is where he finally decides fuck it and just becomes like incredibly devious, like luring Heinrich into the bathroom to stage mm -hmm. a suicide. I was like, what the fuck. Well, like, it, well, it went more beyond that because he lures Heinrich to the apartment where he knows there is a threat to get him killed, and when that fails, he finishes the job by staging a suicide. I was like, 
this man is an evil genius. It's amazing. <laughs> he was so angry. He was so angry, but he was so calculating about it. I mean, I don't blame him, honestly. No. Like... Yeah. No, and I think my favorite part was when I, I posted it in our chat where I said, hey, <laughs> who told Samuel he could smile like that? <laughs> That's what part of the movie was that from? Um, so when the guy comes to see him, because he can't get oh, in touch Heinrich. with her. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I couldn't remember his name. He couldn't get in touch with Anna, and he was like, where is she? And that's when oh Sam that's when he starts being devious and he's like he's, he's like she's oh this is her address you should go see her <laughs> it'll be cool she needs you heinrich she's just he, waiting for you he smirks and it's just like oh my god why are you so cute sam neil you're adorable <laughs> also this movie gave us sam neil ass it did, yes, it did. almost <laughs> almost sam so neil did we almost got Sam Neil Dick too. I I actually rewound to see if we got a quick flash of Sam Neil Dick. We don't, unfortunately, but it was close. Oh, and how about that performance of the uh, what I dubbed the invisible mosh pit in the tunnel? Um, <laughs> the miscarriage scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. I was like, what? That that was that was a scene. Yeah, I, that, that was read... certainly a scene. I read something that said the director doesn't even know what was born in that subway. No. <laughs> the thing. You know, it was filmed in Berlin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. filmed in, yeah, in West Germany. West it, Germany. Yeah, yeah. Back when there were two Germany. Yep. Yeah, and that's that ties. Now. That's like part of the plot as well because he's like a spy for West Germany. Mm -hmm. yes. And everything. Like it's a weird subplot that they like introduce early on, not very clearly, and it doesn't really come full circle circle until the very end when people show up to start trying to kill him. <laughs> because he doesn't want to go to work. Yeah, that was uh that was quite like a shocking thing because it's something I like I knew I know, but like I don't think about very often. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my. And uh, actually speaking of uh the Germanies, I did as usual, like kind of look at the Wikipedia, look at some of the people. The guy that played Heinrich literally fought in World War II for the Nazis. What? In the he was in the Luftwaffe. Oh, no. I'm not even kidding. What the fuck? Oh. Story like he just did he deny when he was acting or? I it, 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 it was it wasn't super detailed, but uh, oh. yeah, you know what. It 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 weirdly doesn't surprise me that a former Nazi has a co-starring well, role in this movie. Were all Nazis tried? So I, I don't think he was. He was not know. like a prominent like. He was just. He was one of the soldiers. He was a soldier. Was yeah, a soldier. I, yeah, I don't yeah. think it was one of those like. There's like a lot of research I've done into like that time period just to kind of give some background since it's there. Mm -hmm. um, but like if a lot of them had fears of their own, like they were trying to hide family members that were Jewish yeah. and stuff like that. So like, and, and you're, if you're not like, that was probably the safest <laughs> route was yeah, yeah for sure to be yeah that's the thing it, it, yeah it it it's literally just a sentence in the biography of born in stolberg and served in the luftwaffe during world war ii like that's it yeah 
So he was in the military. He was born in Germany in what the fucking twenty? Yeah, he was born in Germany in the twenties. It's like yeah, you get of course yeah. You know I, yeah I'm, I I just bored, but like when I was looking, I was like, are you fucking shitting me? Like yeah, it's crazy. I have another unfun fact for uh, a movie later on as well. I, oh I good, it, it should be one of those like maybe I should find an unfun fact. For <laughs> Go for it. I'm in favor of this. Uh, the the. Not particularly fun fact I, I have for this movie, and it should come as absolutely no fucking surprise to anyone who's seen it, is that uh, the the writer-director, uh, when he was writing this, uh, was going through a very messy, painful divorce. I saw that as well. On the can't, watching the movie, you can't tell. No. Like, it's it's not clear at all that uh, he, no, was, he was going through that. I also part of the like i don't when they're examining the film and the writer and how they write it and everything like that they were also saying that it was part his divorce and part of his feelings on the separation of the two germanies yeah that that definitely comes through as well itself so it was pretty cool it was pretty deep i liked it i really did i mean I gotta tell you that I inadvertently remade this movie in Sims. <laughs> I had you made a Sam Neil and and a weird psychotic wife, and then you gave the weird psychotic wife a tentacle monster to go bang. But, well, let me tell you. So I had a lady in Sims who would bring people over. She would invite the men of the Sim Town to come woohoo with her, and then she would. Make food, bring it into the garden where the um, cow plant was, and lock them in. And after they came in to get the food, and the cow plant would get fed. So yeah, it reminded <laughs> it reminded me a little bit of uh, Hellraiser too in that respect. Like how the the wife is like in this weird, dilapidated like apartment type thing. And granted, she's not luring men in to feed the creature, but like men keep happening by <laughs> which she seems reluctant ish to kill and feed to the monster like that felt very hellraiser to me although this is prior to hellraiser by a few years i think i felt like it was trying to be the exorcist but more gritty if that's possible mm. <laughs> and with a little bit of um little shop of horrors yeah i can see that Again, yeah, with the Hellraiser motif of feeding things to this weird creature that only she knows about. Although I gotta I... say, the um, the PI, <laughs> I was losing my my mind at the PI. Oh yeah, because he was so terrible. <laughs> like it's one guy; he's obviously following her, like. To the point that, like, she might not originally know someone's following her, but she very quickly picks up on the fact that she's being followed. And then he makes it even more obvious that he's following her. I'm just like, this guy is as subtle as a sledgehammer to the face. Like, 
Sam Neill's paying good money for this service. Like, I don't, you should get a yeah, refund. I, I love the, like, he's following around, going up the stairs, and she goes to his door, and he's like, I'll just keep going up these stairs. Yeah, I'm like, just, yeah. And he's, like, right on her ass. He's, like, three steps behind her. It's like, it's clear you're being weird and following her. And then sits there and flop sweat, panting on the stairs. Like, yeah. Oh, my God, you're Because crazy. he's been running to stay three feet behind her for, like, two miles. <laughs> <laughs> that he doesn't guy was know anything's up. What are you talking about? <laughs> what did you think, Neff, about the scene in the subway? Like what she gave birth to? Look at that face. <laughs> I don't have words for that scene, honestly. <laughs> like it was weird. <laughs> Um, I, I wanted to know your reaction to that so bad because I thought it would be as hilarious as it actually um, is. <laughs> it was, it was, it was weird. It was very weird. It was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Um, and God, she screams a lot. <laughs> Way too damn much. And it, it's already enough. You like, she comes out in the beginning of the movie as just being a cheater. I'm just like, well, I fucking immediately hate you. Like. <laughs> and and you're screaming like oh yeah because like there's the one part she's like i'll just be, i guess i'm the bad guy it's like yes yes yeah, you are literally <laughs> yeah am i the asshole here yes yeah <laughs> yeah i think my my reaction to the um to the uh miscarriage scene was uh ladies got the tentacle sex jitters that's that's what I I initially thought was happening, especially especially um, when she started spewing blood and what I can only assume was tentacle monster jizz. It was yeah, a lot like of gross. There's a lot of leakage everywhere. Mm -hmm. I was like, uh, "Good for her." When I have a meltdown, I can't even come up with anything as coherent as "goodness <laughs> is a reflection of badness" or whatever she said. <laughs> <laughs> right because yeah was, that was yeah because that was also when she was going on that weird or was that when she was going on the weird monologue or she yeah, had a, she had a couple a weird summer. monologues yeah that it that was, was something else like there was a lot of long you know, uninterrupted like steady cam shots in this which were really well done i think at one point i asked myself the question who did it better regan or anna because <laughs> that I, it was parallel it wasn't the same exact thing but it was a possession <laughs> and <laughs> they were both gross as fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right sam neil fucking macgyvered up a fucking bomb he that's did. right that, that's when he was being ultra devious and like covering his tracks and shit I was like, what is this man? Uh, the movie gets points for giving us monster sex. Or at least points for me. For monster yeah. sex. It, it, did, it did. That was very disturbing. But yes. It gets points. <laughs> that was funny as hell. I was laughing my ass off throughout the whole thing. It was, she is not. She's Oh, she She's is. got that good tentacle dicks. You gotta pluralize it because there's many. 
And then, okay, so what the fuck about the ending, though? The pink, do you remember the pink socks from the beginning? Okay, so. Yeah, yeah, I did pick up that, yeah. He was like, does our subject still wear pink socks? And being that he's a spy, I can imagine that was someone that he was either training or that It sounded like he was, he was spying on him. Also, if he's a freaking spy, why didn't he do his own detective work? I mean, to cover his tracks, I guess. Maybe. <clears throat> or rather, like, if he had followed his wife three feet behind her all across town, it would have been even more obvious than the idiot P.I. doing it. <laughs> yeah. True. <clears throat> but yeah, the whole ending, man. Like. The, the tentacle monster turns into Sam Neill doppelganger, which that's weird. And then, and then the whole thing with, uh, the teacher and the kid, and then suddenly mm-hmm. there's air raid sirens going off and the doppelgangers at the door and the kid seemingly drowns himself in the tub randomly. Yeah, that was fucked up. Like, yeah, that was, I mean, I don't. I can't think of another way to end this movie, honestly, but, like, I didn't understand it at all. No. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what's happening. I think whatever it was, like, finally engulfed him, too. And it does. It, it like, spits out a different side of what that person was. Like, a different version of him. And, the, I mean, the sirens was obvious with the war. Um, but and this was post-war. It was, but the wall was resulting of that. Yeah. And the separation was resulting of that. So I think like that when people were saying or critics were saying that like it was a um, also his divorce, but also the separation of the two Germanys, mm. um, it, it was shown in that scene with the bells of war like oh okay separate and there's still contention going on and this can easily happen again yada 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 so in other words (laughs) it's on it's in other words it's trippy mind fucky interpret me symbolism and has absolutely nothing to do with a coherent narrative (laughs) again like the rest of the movie pretty much so I loved it. I did enjoy it. I, I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it quite a bit. But I mean, I like it, weird fever dream nonsense. It had some parts I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But on the whole, I was, <laughs> this is fine. I didn't. I guess I, I didn't hate it. It had some. Right. Okay, yeah. Like it had some decent parts, but it really just all the screaming and and all that. I'm, I just don't don't like that in a movie. And then. At least for me, because I'm like, I'm your average moviegoer who's like, duh, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> when I'm like trying to figure out, and it's one of those movies that like doesn't have like a coherent thing, I'm just like, all right, well, okay, I'll, I'm just going to watch it. <laughs> like, yeah. Read some shit about it later. Tell me what to think later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what this is supposed to mean. I'm, I'm so fucking bad at symbolism and shit. Like, oh, yeah. Same for the most part. I just, I, I just like, give up on trying to interpret it and just i'm just like mm-hmm. 
this is a weird fever dream and like all right <laughs> this is what's happening i'm right just now, gonna yeah. i'm just gonna roll with it <laughs> it's the apocalypse baby <laughs> um do you shy away kettle from like possession movies when they do a lot of screaming in general i, I guess you said yeah, I mean, I it, it's just like a thing for me. I just don't like the noise. I don't like the loud noise and the screaming shit. Kind of the same reason for why, like, I appreciate and can kind of enjoy like Jurassic Park and shit, but like the loud roaring and shit, like it's what it's kind of those noises oh, that makes God. me just like. Oh, ah, okay. Ah. How are so, you like, friends with me? Oh no, I like Jurassic Park. <laughs> I think it's very no, good no, movie. It's my voice. Oh, <laughs> but but it's not. But your but your voice is your when you when you are loud about things though you're actually speaking and it's not just noise. Okay. It's it's the screaming yeah. and incoherent just like, noise. Yeah, it oh grates me so something awful. Well, if it's any consolation, the dinosaurs are speaking too. You just can't understand them. I'll give them that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything more for we kind of, we kind of didn't take turns and all chimed in, but honestly, I kind of like that. It might that, it might no, make I things go faster. Yeah, I've said everything I need to say about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. The Evil Dead, which was Fish's pick. It was because I needed to finally see it. Yeah. And, um, or a classic. Ramey and Campbell did a really good job at creeping me out. <laughs> like a really, really good job. Mm-hmm. And I put down in my notes that I can see 36 minutes into the movie, I legitimately have no qualms saying that it makes me want to put other possession movies I watch on like a skill scale. And um, the control is going to be The Exorcist because that hasn't been beaten in my book yet. Not like it's mm. nothing exorcist as far as possession movies and i love possession movies i do like i'm drawn to them out of like a moth (laughs) 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 that and ouija movies um (laughs) but i was like uh that wouldn't beat it i'll give the movies a curve and say this could be my mid-tier and uh that's not as a high bar to uh, attempt as the exorcist would be and then with the syndicate we'll see i'm sure we're gonna watch a f- more than a few oh especially yeah, sure. if i win this week oh <laughs> oh fuck oh fuck um linda's adorable even as a creepy possessed lady the laughing not so much uh-uh i was freaked out uh, Linda. Linda was uh, Ash's girlfriend, yeah. or his sister? No, Wait. Cheryl. Cheryl was the sister. Cheryl was the sister. Yeah, yeah. Linda is adorable. Um, the music too. The music. I really love this movie because the music was really symphony worthy. Like I oh, put yeah. this up there with like I want to see this in an auditorium with like i want to see like a lord of the rings symphony or a jurassic park so evil dead symphony weird yeah, like I'm, for dude <laughs> con, con, considering like how low budget it was like the the amount of production value they 
managed to cram into this like from yeah, that's, the music that's... to the effects to the camera stuff and even like the acting and everything like that is pretty amazing was it low budget I don't oh know. it was inc- this is yeah. like the first hard. it wasn't the first movie sam raimi had made but it was the first feature length movie sam raimi had made mm-hmm. um so yeah they didn't i i don't remember what the budget was but they didn't have a lot of money um I'm gonna I'm gonna just spoil it right now. The majority of my notes for this is just Evil Dead trivia because I've seen this movie a bunch of times. I've watched comment the commentary tracks on it. Uh like I've seen all the Evil Deads a bunch of times and watched the commentary tracks. I read Bruce Campbell's biography. <laughs> so like I, I know a lot of things about Evil Dead. Um and that's primarily what my notes are. Um like the uh, the car that they're they're driving. Did that car? Anybody who watched any other Sam Raimi movie, did that car look familiar? Not the car uh, in of, in and of itself, but I did notice that it's back in the good old days when uh, you didn't wear seat belts and power steering didn't exist. Yep. And they're all and, just like, yeah, this is fine. Yep, and there's the, four of us crammed back here. Yeah, and, no and, and, the, and the person you nominate to. Uh, to uh, be your your driver for the trip is also sipping on what I can have to assume is moonshine based on the mason jar he's sipping out of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, letting that, him drive your car. It's like what right, the fuck? yeah, so weird. But that was uh, Sam Raimi's was is Sam Raimi's personal car, the classic. Um, and he has slipped that car into pretty much every single fucking movie that he has done. <laughs> to oh. the po- what's that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Um, to the to the point that um, like a lot of the like Bruce Campbell and some of the other crew members like began to just like hate the car because it was a piece of shit, and they're like, "Sam, you've got money now. Get a better car." And he's like, "No, I love this car." Fuck you! I'm putting it into the movie. So at one point, I can't remember. I think it. I think it was when they were making Army of Darkness. The um, they they completely wrecked the car. Like they ripped the engine out. Like they fucking ruined the car. Oh no! Because because they're like, if we do this, he'll finally have to get rid of it. No, Sam Raimi put the car back together <laughs> and kept using it. <laughs> That's really cute. Um. One of the hitchhikers that they pass on the side of the road, I believe, was... It was either Sam Raimi or Ted Raimi, Sam's brother. Uh, um, who's kind of a, hey, that guy actor. He was in Sequest, Hercules and Xena. Um, bunch of stuff. Um, see what else. I'll just run through all the little trivia things that I have. Uh, I, I've, I've met Bruce Campbell twice. Uh, and the ladies <laughs> of the Evil Dead. I That's met not them a note once. on the movie. <laughs> no, I, this is just a personal aside. I've met him twice. He's super cool, uh, very sarcastic. Uh, the ladies of the the Evil Dead. I met them. They were very cool. And um, um, the uh, the Scotty. I met Scotty. And uh, the memorable thing I have from that was uh, I remember him and his wife were thinking about moving to Florida, and I was like, "Don't do it." <laughs> <laughs> Um. Hey, about the car. Yeah, it's a nice. It's a nineteen seventy three Oldsmobile Delta eighty eight. It's yeah, the Delta. Yeah, 
the car was originally bought brand new by Sam Raimi's father in 1973. Mm-hmm. That's so well. No wonder he didn't want to get rid of it. It was his dad. <laughs> All right, more more actual trivia. Um, did you guys notice the um, the Hills Have Eyes poster in the uh, cellar that was all torn up? It was kind of like on the wall in the background. Okay, well, there's a Hills Have Eyes poster that's all torn up in the in the cellar. Wow. <clears throat> um, but it gets so much deeper. Like this this is this is career spanning filmmakers fucking with each other. The reason why that poster is there is because in the Hills Have Eyes. Wes Craven had what is presumed to be a torn up Jaws poster in that movie kind of as a way of saying, oh, you thought Jaws was scary? You ain't seen shit yet. So Raimi then puts a torn up Hills Have Eyes poster in Evil Dead saying, oh, you think you know horror, Wes Craven? Look at this shit. But then Nightmare on Elm Street comes out and Nancy is struggling to stay awake and she's watching The Evil Dead on her TV, a movie that is apparently so boring to her, she immediately passes out two minutes in. Okay, that, that's that's some next-level shit posting, and that's really funny. It, like get, it gets better. Evil Dead 2, Raimi put Freddy Krueger's glove in the fruit cellar and, and the work shed. Then Craven gets him back by featuring Evil Dead as a selection of choices in Scream for movies they can watch. And instead of picking Evil Dead, they they go for Halloween. (laughs) And then, (laughs) many years later, in the Ash vs. Evil Dead show, uh, Raimi put in Freddy's glove, and then he also had a theater that was showing Hills Have Eyes with an intact poster. So, yeah. (laughs) That's that's an incredibly dense amount of information about a joke feud between Sam Raimi and Wes Craven that lasted, like, their entire career. Both (laughs) both of their careers. Oh, man. Um, let me see if there's any more. No, I think that's that's all the trivia I've got, so now we can actually talk about the rest of the fucking movie. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had all that shit. I'm like, it's really interesting. I want to tell people about it. <laughs> His bromance with Bruce Campbell was really cute. Oh, yeah, they... He abuses the fuck out of Bruce Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how many times, like, I'd have to reread the biography or, or whatnot, but, like, like, pretty much, like, you can tell in the movie, like, Pretty much everyone gets thrown around. Oh, that was right. the other trivia thing. So the the contact lenses that the Deadites are wearing, the weird, creepy white eyes, were apparently so thick that um, the actors could only wear them for, for a short period of time without the risk of permanent injury, including Ooh. blindness. Oh, If no. they wore them too long, they would Ooh, go blind. That makes my eyes uncomfortable. Yeah, they were apparently, like, super thick and super uncomfortable to wear and and could actually fuck you up. But, but yeah, Bruce Campbell got thrown around, like, not just in this movie, but in, like, so many of Sam Raimi's movies. He's always finding ways to abuse Bruce Campbell. (laughs) But, yeah, Evil Dead. Um, I didn't mean to bogart that, so... 
Other people can chime. Other people can chime yeah, I mean, in. Other I, I people can a, talk. I don't have a whole lot to say about. It. Like, so I've I saw it a long time ago, probably when I was in high school, and I kind of remember bits and pieces. So mm. this was, for all intents and purposes, a fresh watch. Other than just remember, like when the tree scene happened, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I, I remember that now. Like that one's hard to forget. That scene. Uh, and and that kind of stuff like it for me it's i guess it's a, it's a movie i don't have a ton to say about but it's just kind of an enjoyable kind of ride i guess like mm-hmm. i like the the special effects and yeah for for the low budget as low budget they had it's it's very very well done yeah um and i did enjoy the uh perpetual motion bench that was just out front there i'm just like where's right going? there's so many they're like there's so many things leading up to it that there that should have been like horror movie tropes that like should have dissuaded them like, like the, when the one uh the, that really long death sequence and everyone's kind of like standing around like, <laughs> uh, okay yeah, yeah the, like that like I, I think i like it it's funny like it was mm. like a creepier beetlejuice i could kind of see that i, I can um, see where you're coming from on that only instead of like a wisecracking dead guy. It's like demons. Yeah. <laughs> demons that really, really want to swallow your soul. That's what makes it creepier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the amount of yeah, because the amount of crazy shit that happens in that movie, like it happens so fast. Like from the start, you got like the weird things zooming through the woods. The near miss with the truck, the bridge nearly collapsing, the swinging bench thing, the dead animal bones and chains strung up all over the place, the clock pendulum that just suddenly stops like time is freezing, right? creepy ass wind with eerie voices, and, and that's in the first 10 minutes. In the first 10 minutes, all of this shit happens. And they're still in this fucking cabin. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Also, that's why I want to watch it again, because, like, I feel like there's so much more that I missed the first time I watched it through that I need to mm-hmm. go back and, like, see it, like, seven or eight or nine thousand more times. Right. Really yeah, there's it. a lot. <laughs> there's a lot that, and it all happens, because that's, that's, like, the Sam Raimi style, like, shit just happening so fast and moving the camera around a whole bunch and shit like that. Like, not so much that it's incoherent. But enough that it, like it's a lot on your senses to take in, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> this also this also was uh, me taking an opportunity to once again um, bitch about Scream's formulaic bullshit rules and how they don't actually apply a lot of the time in most mm-hmm. horror movies, such as Scotty going off by himself and saying he'll be back in a minute. Which are two rules that should guarantee him death, according to Scream. And and eventually he does die, but, like, it should be immediate death, according to Scream. But he's fine. He's fine. It it sets up a fake-out jump scare, but he's fucking fine. Um... Oh, yeah, the impossible camera angle from inside the cellar door that made it look like they were staring into a completely empty void. Like, there's a lot of cool camera work in here. Neff, what did you think? Everybody, okay. I'm just, I'm just ranting about Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of comments on it other than just like it's, it's a fun trip. Like. Yeah. 
also Ash and his dimples are the sweetest thing around. <laughs> Bruce Campbell's so cute. He definitely has a bit of a mo from the Three Stooges haircut in this one, though. I, that may I, have been intentional. Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell love the Three Stooges. Uh, there you go. Yep. <laughs> That's to the to the point that they're extras. They don't call or Sam Raimi doesn't call his extras extras. He calls them fake shemps. Which is oh, a, he calls them Stooges. No, no, fake shemps. Which is a Three Stooges reference because I guess right. they replaced Shemp, and then everybody just called him fake shemp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Shemp replaced Curly. Because he died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that... Surprise, not fun fact for Evil Dead. You just, you're cranking them out now. <laughs> that, that, that one wasn't intentional. That one, that's not the one that I had planned, but that can be the unfun fact that's just only tangentially related. Yeah. I mean, it can be Neff, a bonus one. Yeah. Neff turned into a beta fish. You went... <laughs> she pulled a Braxy face. Oh, that is a Braxy face. <laughs> but yeah, what did you think, Neff? Um, is that what you thought? Oh God. No, no. I I I of course enjoyed Evil Dead. Um it Good Lord. I'm sorry, I had to think about it like with everything else that we've watched. Also, I'm still reeling from 36 almost 36 hours out up um oh no yeah uh uh so it is i remember watching it and that part where she's peeking out of the trap door Mm -hmm. that part still freaks me out oh yeah i don't like that part i don't like her she just she's just like like, and mocking and mocking everything the whole time exactly And, and like it really developed my love for Bruce Campbell, though. Mm. And then it got honed with Burn Notice. <laughs> yeah, Burn Notice is great. Um, but it's just, it's for how low budget the film was and everything that I know about that film and and, and how much Bruce Campbell was abused. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, it, it's amazing what they got done and there is a reason why it is a classic film um you know it's got decent acting uh if we we break it down like it's no oscar worthy acting but no but it's 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 serviceable fucking good it's serviceable for what the move for what they were trying to accomplish i'd I'd say serviceable plus yeah in the 80s was very much that Mm mm-hmm um, but it was, it was, it's one of those films now, like, other than the chick just yanking out of the cellar door, um, it, it's definitely one of those comfy movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because I've seen it so many times that it's, it's pretty much comfy for me now. Yeah. Like, I don't, it, it's a staple. Um, if you haven't seen it, what are you doing? what the fuck is wrong with you i watched a lot of movies i can't even say i wasn't busy without watching movies i know you weren't um but yeah i i can't even speak because before boone i hadn't seen anything (laughs) i was dizzy yeah um (laughs) i've never seen that what what i've never seen uh, that either are you fucking kidding me 
But it, I'm sure like, there's a bit of movies you could say that about me with too. <laughs> what? <okay>. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> um. It just, like, unfortunately, it kind of got outshined by everything else because I had already seen Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean it's not still like a fucking amazing film. Yeah, mm-hmm. and not outshined like they were better. They were just fresher newer yeah. yeah and fresher yeah whereas i've seen evil dead but like it's 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 a good good movie it's, mm. i give it a solid potato out of potato <laughs> what's taters precious eh yeah taters are precious especially if you consider gray gray where are you <laughs> she's gone no <laughs> oh I don't know. Can we fry up That's your fingers? That's the horror movie. No, you you leave my potato cat alone. I like how you guys took my Lord of the Rings joke very seriously. <laughs> what humor is serious? Humor is serious. Don't. I'm serious. When it comes to gray, I am always. Serious. <laughs> uh, the least serious cat in the world. <laughs> she doesn't know how. She doesn't know how to be a cat. Barely, yeah. But I digress. (laughs) So yeah, I think one of the things that gets me every time with not just this Evil Dead movie, but like the whole series, is like the Deadites themselves, which is what the uh, possessed people are called. Mm -hmm. That's the name for them, is Deadites. Um, Because they're uniquely just so fucked up. Like, they're the type of creatures where it's like, yeah, they want to rip you apart and and kill you, but that's not good enough for them. Like, they want to drive you insane along the way. Because, like, how how many times in this movie were were there deadites just, like, fully capable of, of killing someone and choosing not to, and instead just, like, doing something weird or fucking with them? Yeah, they taunted them the whole time. That's what yeah. was the most about those little shits. Um, it's just like they they figured out, they watched, they were really calculating, and they watched exactly like what buttons to set off. And it was mm-hmm. like they were, they were siphoning off what the person they possessed knew. Yeah. It seemed like a little to me. And like that's where they found the little soft spots that they could poke at with those with the other people who weren't possessed and it was just like that kind of mind game yeah and like that and their their gleeful approach to just like mutilating themselves in front of an especially in front of an audience like cutting themselves up like just just doing terrible damage to themselves because they know that the body they're possessing means something to the people still alive exactly this is what i love about possession movies okay so i i don't mean to bogart either on this but like i i went off for a while so please and i'm I'm likely to go off again so yeah please do (laughs) a demon a demon A demon is supposed to be just that. Like they want to do, they they do everything that is wrong or what you perceive as wrong and disgusting, and they're doing it all to be 
to put on a show because they know it's hurting the people that are living mm. and they're all about pain because they are pain and <laughs> and that's my favorite part about it but it's also the part that freaks me out the most i think it's one of the scariest things that i can ever imagine i think yeah <laughs> it's demon possession like if if that were something i i'm not saying it's not and i'm not saying it is i don't know but like if it's like when I think about zombie movies, if that were to happen to me, I don't know what I would do. Like, it makes me chill to even think about it. But that's what I love about horror movies is because I could do that, but still be safe. <laughs> right. So <laughs> that's but, my ramble. <laughs> but yeah, even, even to the point, and I think as many times as I've seen this, I don't think I ever caught it previously. But when Scotty is chopping up uh, Deadite Sherry, his girlfriend... Mm-hmm. And she's like writhing around on the floor screaming. She's she's screaming, No, you love her to get him to stop. Oh. To like reemphasize like you're chopping mm-hmm. you're chopping up the woman you love in order to like defend against, you know, the dismemberment that will kill the deadite. That's such a like, good tactic. That's, that's so good. devious. It really is. Um, and yeah, Lin- I never realized that either. No, I never caught it before. I'm like, oh no. fuck, that is that is fucked. It's tactical. Um, yeah, and it's it's, ta- it's, it's tactical weaponized emotional manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ew. on top of all the visceral, gory shit that they also do, like it's a it's a double hitter, which not many other like monster movies like monsters in monster movies i haven't seen that or at least not to this level where it's like equal parts yeah i don't want to i don't want to keep comparing it to the exorcist but that like i said the exorcist probably comes the closest in in the terms of like physical like graphic violence on top of emotional manipulation as a weapon yeah it just for sure me too they they just don't let you breathe and Again, me look overthinking everything. Give me something to overthink about. Um, basically, like the nitty gritty of it is, is that like the pain they're making it that raw, and that's what's so significant about it. Yeah, the pain of like what's going on and with the exorcist. Like again, I. I grew up. We talked about this at one point. I grew up in a family that was roman catholic Mm. exorcism is the thing you don't talk about but you know is there and like when you grow up around hearing those stories all the time you kind of there's still a little bit even if you don't believe in it anymore there's still a little bit of fear that lays in you that you're like but what if (laughs) right (laughs) like fuck what if that could happen and what if that's you know not coming from something or at least in part coming from a truth ew Ew. <laughs> no <laughs> but this i love it i love it yeah this did such a great job at making me <clears throat> so hyper aware of how much i love possession <laughs> yeah and even more so with the um when linda becomes a deadite like she she gets possessed in the other uh ash's girlfriend mm-hmm. um 
She gets possessed in another room and could easily, like, shit's going crazy in the cabin. She could easily just, like, start attacking. But, no. She just goes to the doorway, sits down, and starts giggling. Watching it all happen. Because it's like, these things are, like, so confident that they've already won and nothing can stop them. That they can just do that. They can just be like, yeah, I'm gonna, oh, good, a show. I'm just gonna sit down and enjoy this. But they never came across Big Chin Ash. <laughs> yeah, right. They didn't count on some idiot from Michigan <laughs> with a shotgun. <laughs> um, what about the sound effects? Like, I was oh, really appreciative of those. So, like, yeah, I made, I made it because it was something that I caught, I think, initially, and it's, it's subtle, but it's one of those things that, like, well, of course. When the when like Ash is all alone finally, and the cabin starts go, turning on him and making him drive go even further insane, which mm-hmm. that whole sequence is brilliant, like the the water mirror and like everything and the 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 taxidermy animal heads laughing at him, yeah, and, and everything. But there's a shot from up above that fall like tracks across the cabin and it passes over these ceiling beams and every time it passes the ceiling beam it's just this whoomp 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 which is like it wouldn't make that sound but like it somehow weirdly fits and just adds to the weird vibe that's going on but yeah sound effects to that to the to that where it doesn't fit but it actually does fit is the blood falling out of the pipe at the end Oh yeah, pouring a drink. Oh, was it? (laughs) That makes sense. Pouring a carbonated drink. That makes Uh, that makes sense. I did enough movie stuff and like foley work to like, yeah. If you if you need the sound effect of someone urinating in a toilet, pour a glass of water into a toilet. If you want to simulate or the sound of someone's neck breaking, get some celery and crack it. yeah. Yeah. And um. I think I put in my notes a carbonated drink, but it's still hitting the spot. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good old carbonated blood. My favorite kind. Um, and then, yeah, the finale with the, the, the stop motion effects on the decaying deadites at the end and the book. Mm-hmm. Like, that was just gorgeous. That's what made me think of being <clears throat> Okay, I can see that then, because yeah, yeah, there's okay. stop motion with the, the sandworm and stuff like that. Yeah. But again, like something like stop motion, like it's it's a process that is regarded as very painstaking, slow to do, and costly. Oh it's... yeah, I would I would never ever want to fucking have to do that. Oh god no. Yeah. But somehow they did it and they did it like really fucking good. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, I think stop motion is cool when it's objects, when it's bodies and moving forward or backward or any direction yeah. is terrible. Because you mean like Wallace uh, and Gromit? No, because like, Wallace and Gromit uh, is more. Well, I don't know. I can't speak for fish, but like I, I think I know what she's saying. Claymation, but it uses Clay, stop, Clay's stop motion. But but it's more like I guess for me, Wallace and Gromit is cartoony. So, Mm -hmm. but like something that's meant to represent, like, this is an actual human being. It gets very, um, uncanny valley. Well, Nevi, Nevi knows, Nevi, Nevi knows how I am about like the way, well, you do too, but I don't like bodies moving in directions they shouldn't move. 
at all. Right. And when they do stop motion, that's like a part of a body moving. And I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, listen, just because you can't move your body that way doesn't mean that it's unnatural. Yeah, God. just be a gymnast. My God. Might be natural, but don't come near me with that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially fast. Yeah, uh, that's Evil Dead. Very good. Ooh. I enjoy Evil Dead. Evil Dead is good. Yeah. It's very good eats. Good eats. <laughs> <laughs> it may not make you very hungry by the time you finish it, but it's still good eats. Yeah. Um. Oh my God. Oh. 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 Trap oh. hustler. It's T to the R to the Thank A to the P to the, the H to the U to the S to the T to the L to the A to Nikita the 1 nonsense. to the 0 to Thank the 1. for the follow. Woo! That is perfect timing, Trap. That is perfect timing. That was, that was, that was a perfect segue because we were right between movies. So there was time to actually say hello to people in chat. How are you doing tonight, what Trap? Do? How was your stream? Do do? How was Last of Us Part 2 without going into spoilers? Yeah. I've heard Last of Us Part 2 was amazeballs. I've heard mixed things, but the negative... Uh, yeah, I've the, seen the fucking gambit. Yeah, the, the, the <laughs> negative things I, I've heard are, like... I don't know if I trust the sources, you, honestly. You beat the game. Congratulations. 10 out of 10. You eat the game? You, you ate the you game? You ate the game? You just, you're like, this is so... Now there's good eats. You're like, <laughs> it's so good, I just gotta gobble it up right now. Take it out of the machine, just swallow it whole. How much you want to bet Trap played it on the hardest difficulty? Because that's how Trap do. I would I think, not be surprised. I think that's what Survivor Survivor, is. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Making the rest of us look bad. Well, welcome Trap. Welcome everybody coming in with Trap. Uh, welcome to the Spook Show Syndicate. A horror movie talk show thing that we're mm -hmm. doing. We're doing, doing 80s horror movies. Which we watched four of, and now we're we're discussing them, and later on we'll be ranking them based on arbitrary points. We just finished talking about uh, possession and the Evil Dead, and we we're just about to get into uh, From Beyond. So if if I'm not verbally responsive to chat, pay no mind to it. I'm not ignoring. Just I'll keeping keep the conversation. No, I keep an eye and I'll respond oh, via okay. text. But just to keep the conversation flowing and everything like that, that's usually how these shows work. But you came in at a good time to take a little break mm -hmm. and uh, say hello. hello. Yeah. Although we are also at the halfway point, so I suppose I usually ask if anybody needs bathroom break or beverage uh, refill. I'm okay at the moment. You just got raided, so I don't want to be like, oh, let's yeah. take a break. Like, yeah, I was I was like, yeah, I was about to call for the break. 
potentially. Yeah. But before then, scoring. What's that? What about before scoring? Okay, I like that. Yeah, that works. Yeah. I mean, we're we're halfway through, and we're only a little over an hour in, so this might be a shorter one, which is okay. yeah, so that's yeah, it's good. I like keeping them at like yeah, two hours, two hours is is a good time to shoot for. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, let me pull my notes back up. From Beyond, which was my choice. So I guess I guess I'll start things off. Um, so this was this is a movie like I've been hearing about it for years. Um, very good things for years, and it's been on my list of shit to watch for years. And it's just one of those that I've just never gotten a chance to. So trying to trying to expand, not just pick stuff for the show that I'm like, oh, I've seen this, and maybe not a lot of other people have. So like, let's pick that. Let's do that for my choice pick something i've not seen but maybe have been wanting to so that that was my selection process for this one and um so like i don't know my my reaction to this movie is strange and i'm a little mad at myself because by all rights i should love this movie but for some strange reason i don't like i don't i didn't dislike it but for some strange reason, I did not enjoy it nearly as much as I expected to. And I blame the fucking years of hype that I heard for it, for that. Like, I think that that's the problem. Like, I don't know what I was expecting, but for some reason, after years of hearing people like, oh, From Beyond is like amazing and this and that, and, and it is, but I'm just like, eh, I was expecting more somehow, but I can't even tell you what more I expected. Because the movie's already got so much going on in it that's so good. But, yeah, I actually don't have many notes for this one. Um, but it's done by Stuart Gordon, who directed Reanimator, which is another H.P. Lovecraft movie. Also starring Jeffrey Combs. Also starring Barbara Crampton. Um... So yeah, it's got it's got a bunch of stuff. I'm like, I love Stuart Gordon, I love Jeffrey Combs, I love Barbara Crampton. H.P. Lovecraft movies are cool, and I love the ones Stuart Gordon has made. But I don't know, something just didn't something didn't land, and I think I need to rewatch it to really like. I think if I rewatch it, I will like it a lot more. Um, but. I did like um, how when people got their heads bitten off, their the what was left behind was like a fleshy drill bit. That yeah, it was, was all like cool. twisty. Yeah, it was all. It was like the head was literally just twisted off. Like that was very cool. And then in the beginning, when that little dog's running in, like I'm gonna get free eats. Like right, I was like, I was like, uh oh, are we getting a dead dog in the first ten minutes? I'm like, I gotta I, I, <laughs> shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to warn fish. <laughs> we're gonna have a freaking dead dog here ah oh, fuck what but no the dog notes? lives the dog lives in from beyond he's even what there at the end was nah see i would have taken my dog with me lady that's how i know you actually are disturbed you can't leave right. to all that and then worry about the pooch as an afterthought yeah <laughs> that lady was ridiculous bunny was cute <laughs> um I like the fact that um, the the spooky old house, uh, Pretorius's house, is, is the address is literally six six six. I know. <laughs> it's very prominently displayed. I'm like, really? <laughs> it's a little on the nose, but okay. Can we talk about that lady though? 
that lady in the beginning, the old uh, nosy neighbor. The, yeah, Mrs. Kravitz. You said to call if there was a disturbance. Well, I'm disturbed. <laughs> I'm disturbed. <laughs> maybe that was maybe that was part of it. it. Like it really rides the rails between like serious horror and like just absurd campiness. Which, granted, so does Reanimator. But for some reason, I felt like it worked better in Reanimator than it did in this movie. First, and like the weird visual design, like all the bright colors, like it looks cool. But I'm like, this we—it felt like a weird pastiche of like a bunch of different shit that didn't really coherently go together, and somebody just slapped it all together. It was um, it was a Lovecraft story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a story, but like the. I'm pretty sure Lovecraft did. The movie itself, yeah. I haven't read the story. Admittedly, I've not read much Lovecraft. He's very hard to read. I have actually read this one. It was a while ago, but actually, I don't. Well, I can't say any much for the colors, but it was a good bridge between story and film. Um, They imagine they managed to elaborate the way. So in the book. Tillinghast is actually the doctor that you see in the beginning, the creepy doctor into BDSM. Um, oh, Pretorius, yeah. Pretorius, yeah, yeah. Thank you. And like he he talks about the night things went down in the psych ward, like the idea of a doctor taking him into custody, and it's just as believable as a story being told by the friend and the narrator in Lovecraft's work. Because mm. um, the whole thing is, is he's the doctor. In Lovecraft, in the story, in From Beyond, from Lovecraft, he actually, his friend is narrating the whole story, and he go, he's telling the story about how he went to go visit his friend who was talking about some crazy talk um, and awakened <laughs> science, and then he was surprised to see him so gaunt and pale and uh, all that stuff, which eventually in the movie, uh, Tillinghast does become that. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was it was actually like a lot of the stuff that was in it, the actual props and things, it was described in the book and the actions were described in the book. Colors, I don't know. I yeah. mean, well, it, like it, it definitely had a very kind of eighties palette to it. Yeah. With the like the technicolor colors. And again, I like that. Like that's that's why I'm so mad at myself for not enjoying this movie more than I did, because I'm like, it's got like all the things in here I like. But for some reason, all of them in this, I'm just like, I'm a little, like, not, again, not that I dislike the movie, but I was, like, a little let down. Yeah. Um. But, but, yeah, um. Shit, there was something I was gonna go off of there that I can't really remember. Um. I like I liked how like five minutes after Barbara Crampton's character gets molested by an interdimensional monster and almost gets her head sucked off, she wants to immediately turn the machine back on. <laughs> Which I guess that is probably ridiculous. Yeah, like I guess that was like maybe the corruption of the machine already like manifesting, but like <laughs> it was just very goofy. She's like, we have to turn it back on. I'm like, are you insane? Do you not remember what just happened? <laughs> also, I want to know where the fuck she got that bomb at the end. 
Like, she just magics a bomb. <laughs> she doesn't even, it's not even like Sam Neill in Possession where, like, he manufactures and MacGyvers up a bomb. She just has a bomb suddenly. Because, of course, it was the 80s. She just went down to the, the, the street where the drug dealer was and she's like, give me, like, a, a key of blow and a bomb, please. Here's $50. Um, but, oh, oh, that was the thing. So is it pineal gland or pineal? Because they kept I, calling I, I it the pineal. pineal. Is it pineal? I always, sure. I always thought it was pineal. I think it's pineal, yeah. But I think it also depends on where you're pronouncing it from, like. The... Oh, so it's one of those, like, <laughs> I'm not saying it wrong. That's just my accent. One of those. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like in in England, they probably call it a herb. <laughs> and right. And pineal um, would be something from there. Like it, it, it is. I've always known it as. It's like pineal. like pineal is like the English way of saying it. Yes, the more formal way. But none of the characters are English. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> Like, I I can imagine, like, in the original source material, probably, like, or at least, like, New England-type area. That's what area. it felt like to me, yeah. But, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It was just, it, like, they, because they say, <laughs> they say pineal a lot. You could, you could get absolutely wasted doing a drinking game just taking shots when they say pineal. And you would be blitzed halfway through the movie. So it just, it kept, re I'm like, like, you're saying it wrong. <laughs> Or maybe not. Maybe I'm the wrong one here. None of them are British, but also the From Beyond itself didn't turn into a softcore porn like this movie did. <laughs> oh. Again, like, it was so awkward, but at the same time, yeah, yeah. Any any excuse to put Barbara Crampton in that outfit, like, yeah, I, I gotta give the movie a pass for that one. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. It was great. Made, made all made all the stranger because she's molesting unconscious, very hairless Jeffrey Combs. Very hairless. He was incredibly hairless by that point. <laughs> oh, he was. Good lord. Yeah, the effects were real good, for sure. Oh, I love yeah. the effects. Like, they're oh, wow. very very like again there's like i can talk a lot about all the shit that i really enjoyed about this movie and like the little when their little third eyes open yeah. and their little gland comes out like ooh, their, like, little, ooh. their little head penis yeah, looking thing effects were really good proboscis yeah. or is it proboscis and then just like the it's way their pineal is i think it's proboscis yeah yeah, the way he just the way he just eats their brains through the eye sockets is like, ugh. And that was something I had written down. It's like, damn man, like, how hungry are you? Like, how many brains do you need to be full? Or is it just like <laughs> a constant, like, oh, there's a brain, I'm gonna eat it. Like, I am. What's that? Oh, it I ate. ate him. Oh, I yeah. ate him. Yeah, like Bubba was hands. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what she said at the end of the film when she falls and breaks her leg or whatever. Oh, no, no, no. She says it ate him. 
which is the oh, same thing oh. is the same thing Jeffrey Combs says when they they come in and arrest him at the very beginning. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So it it goes full circle in that capacity where it's just like it's another clearly or seemingly absolutely out of their mind person just raving about how it ate him. I mean, it did. Mhm. But what were you saying, Fish? Bubba was one of my favorite characters in this whole movie. Oh, Ken Foray. <laughs> the cop. He was like, I used to be crazy. Bubba, you still crazy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he was I that creepy as knew well. him as was the, the dad on Keenan and Kel. That's right. Was he really? That, yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, I forgot shit. about that. I'm, I right? primarily know him from uh, the original Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I primarily know him from. Is it Devil's Rejects where he. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Devil's yeah, Rejects. He's in there. On there. Yeah. yeah. It would be Di- Diamond Dallas Page. I yeah. Know chicken fucker. <laughs> Marsha's got to call me a chicken fucker. That's Michael Berryman, <laughs> but. But yeah, I did like I really enjoyed the character arcs in this movie cuz like this was definitely not a movie that was afraid to do like really crazy shit with their characters. Like n- by the end of it no one is the same at all. No. Like Barbara Crampton's character goes through like so many different weird shifts, personality shifts and everything along the way. Jeffrey Combs, like, goes from being half insane trying to stop this machine from existing to suddenly munching down on people's brains as a weird half-mutant. Like, it was wild. Um, The the plop at the end, it just would plop. (laughs) Wait, what? What plop? Uh, Like, right... Right after they do the oh kill him from the inside trick, like the oh. thing that just comes down just goes, <laughs> <laughs> and then the dog goes in there for good eat. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> and the dog was hungry for some human. Yeah, apparently, but yeah, um, the whole the 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 effect on Ken Frey, the the Bubba getting devoured by those weird fly bee things like that was really cool seeing half of his body like reduced to like gory skeleton and he's sitting mm-hmm. there like the upper half of him is still intact mm. yeah um let's see my dog decided to get independent oh did the, did the <laughs> boomer stop no, that I was just gonna say. Then a firecracker went off and he's <laughs> sitting straight up on the couch now. Like what? What? Yeah. Has anybody else got anything on From Beyond? Like I said, I didn't have many notes for this one for some reason. Neither did I. Um, and like it was, it was Lovecraftian, which is always a good time. But the special effects are what stood out to me the most. Everything mm. else was okay. Right. Um, like I, I, I love me some Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton. 
Barbara, I'm sorry. I am like, I turned up the air and it is still cold in here. So I'm like slightly shivering. Yeah. Um, But like, does, 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 does Jeffrey Combe always get caught up in some weird science experiment like um it's like tom hanks he's always traveling well he's either responsible for it or he gets caught up in it um i'm trying uh i'm honestly trying to think now um i guess you could say he doesn't get caught up in a weird science experiment in the frighteners but Kind of. Like, you could make an argument for it, because, like, there is a weird medical procedure that happens around him to bring Michael J. Fox, or to kill Michael J. Fox and then bring him back to life. Like, he's involved in that whole scheme, although he's the antagonist trying to stop it all. But, um, yeah, usually, (laughs) usually, that's, that's where you'll find Jeffrey Combs. Makes sense. Um... Kettle, I feel like you gotta have stuff to like. You apparently very much I have enjoyed. Few, this I movie. mean, I I have yeah, just like some notes. Yeah, uh, but I mean, really, it's it's just I I really enjoyed the special effects, just kind of the weird creep factor of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that a lot. But uh, yeah, let's see. There was the good old days when you could smoke and practice medicine at the same time. Ah, those were fun <laughs> times. Uh, I like how they let out a suspected murderer into the wild. It's like it's fine. He's with yeah. Him his doctor like okay sure yeah that's that's um, cool let a suspected murderer out into the <laughs> <wild>. <laughs> yeah not a big deal um it's a catch and release program they're doing an awful lot of work to open their third eye man they could have just done it like everybody else and just do a whole bunch of drugs you'll get there eventually <laughs> um let's see Bubba's hairline looks like it left him 20 years ago. <laughs> He's always, like, even in even in Dawn of the Dead, he had more hair, but his hairline was still yeah. very high. Like, it, it's, like, up here. Yeah. Uh, I did like, uh, oh, yeah, I like how it's like, well, it turns out the resonator makes you horny as fuck, and I would like to know where I could sign up for uh, BDSM Bedside Babes, because <laughs> that looks like a pretty cool service. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I, I really like the, uh, or I like, this is where the humans are such easy prey came from, which I didn't, I didn't oh, know. Oh, yeah. So that, oh, was, uh, yeah. that was a fun thing. I was just that's like, oh, right. interesting. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, those are most of my notes on it. But yeah, it, it was really just like kind of the, the creep factor and the like gradual transformation. And I don't know, it, it was just weird and creepy and it, it, tickled me in all the fun ways just like oh <laughs> like that's a fun movie like <laughs> yeah i'm sure like i want to rewatch it because I, I feel like a second watch through like i said would like i'm gonna enjoy I do, it more I, the second I, I'm, I'm with you and i do like reanimator better but yeah i still think re- like even like putting aside my hype bias like yeah. i think reanimator is the better movie mm-hmm. but yeah same. i should definitely yeah, like the, this I, one i, I really I like both of them mm-hmm when Lovecraft wrote this story, but I was one of my notes was the scene of Catherine McMichael seeing the dude masturbating reminds me of Silence of the Lambs, and I was like, I don't know who came first, Thomas Harris or 
or oh, Lovecraft? Oh, oh Lovecraft. Had Lovecraft. That, uh, yeah, Lovecraft it, it was, was like, like, turn of the century. Okay. I, yeah, like late 1800s. Yeah. I've read like maybe five or six of his stories, this being one of them, and I never knew what time period he was from. Yeah, I think he was around the same time, time period, period as... Answer. I think he was around the same time period as Edgar Allan Poe. Okay. Then I think that this is like... Like, I think a little... Harris had a little respect or a little nod for... Uh, for Lovecraft here, <laughs> he's just he's just like all the uh, interdimensional beings and the old ones and everything like that. Uh, it's not really for me. But that masturbating mental patient, <laughs> there's something that was, that was... there. Well, because this is a <laughs> like I'm pretty sure that Tilling is is um is a symbol of schizophrenia. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, well, that's basically flat out what they. Di- the one doctor diagnoses him with. Yeah. She does. That doctor, I liked her. Yeah, she's in, uh, I think that might have been Stuart Gordon's wife. She's also in Reanimator, playing a very similar role. <laughs> I did have a note on the uh, the guy jerking it in his cell, which was, at least, I'm happy he was courteous enough to just turn around to do it. <laughs> like... He wasn't st- he wasn't facing you just going to town like ah. <laughs> he, and he didn't fling the byproduct at uh, no well, at her no. face no like in that that was Thomas Harris he's like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna make it better you know what that you know what that scene from from beyond didn't have enough of flying jizz come throwing yeah <laughs> come in the face where's my money shot Lovecraft God damn it. <laughs> Well, if he didn't do that money shot, then then Hannibal couldn't make him swallow his own tongue by psychologically <laughs> breaking him and therefore imp- impressing Clarice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined it. <laughs> I, I, I have a big love for uh, Hannibal and Clarice. I really think she's a freak. I really do freak she loves him that's his way of wooing her and she finds it romantic and i'm like ah. <laughs> he eats people <laughs> bitch i eat people you, you fucking rube <laughs> he eats the long pig <sighs> so any any more on from beyond no oh, really it was the one that stood out the least in my mind, like it, which is saying something because I love. I was looking forward to it because Jeffrey Combs, but I will say at least I'm not the only one who had that reaction. I was, I was like, this is yeah. regarded as a masterpiece. Why is it not landing? Uh, so I guess that brings us to the final movie, Cattle Selection, Slaughter High. Slaughter High. Yeah. So, yeah, this is definitely a random pick that was based entirely on clips of it being used in Carpenter Brute's music videos. Mm. So, I was just like, well, that looks interesting. He's a nerd who gets picked on and then goes and murders his classmates. That's fun. Uh, <laughs> Be definitely, careful who you pick Definitely not a revenge school. fantasy that I would ever think about, especially in my, like, middle <laughs> and high school years. Oh, sir. Yeah, uh, for <laughs> sure. 
Well, I mean, you now, seem to make it through without, you know, the almost full facial body scars, burn scars. Well, yeah, it's, that's because I'm not a fucking idiot. And, like, no matter how tempting it is, do not take drugs from your bullies. And don't no. smoke whatever that is <laughs> in your fucking chemistry lab while you're dealing with... And you put your nitric acid on the top shelf, like... Yeah. So what uh, you're saying is yeah. he was asking for <laughs> Let me it. see here. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it, but the, really the whole yeah the whole thing, especially in the beginning, it's just like oh poor Marty, like you you poor naive fool, like you dumb. You should bastard. see that shit. Yeah, you should see that coming a mile away. Like, he was confident. He was yeah. sure he was alone yeah. with him. <laughs> he was and, a confident uh, pavement pancake. That's what I thought too. Right? Yeah, but no, they they just annihilated that poor boy. They. Just, they gave him both kinds of assault, the regular and the sexual variety, which is not, <laughs> not very fun. But there was nerd dong. We did see that. Yep, yep. Um, and I made a note of him. that. I was like, this is clearly not a movie afraid of full frontal male nudity. No, no. Which immediately well, gets was, points for me, from me. It was it was filmed in the UK, so I think, ah. uh, I think that's why. Um. But yeah, I think overall, just kind of a like you're saying, a, a just plain slasher, like a mm. lot of tropes, a lot of a, a good bit of sex, like all the violence. But yeah. he, he does like the elaborate violence, like he he had to have rerouted oh, the plumbing yeah. in that place. Like yeah, he did a lot of work. It's yeah, it's it's a montage of just elaborate kills. Like it's 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 one hundred percent like your stereo like what everything you would think of when you think 80 slashers is this movie but it does mm-hmm. it to such skill <laughs> like yeah. like this is this is the movie that kevin williamson saw before he wrote scream like because all of the like the black guy dies first the the people that oh, yeah, wander the supervisor. off yeah the, that... the former janitor janitor guy yeah. like he's the first person to die um if you have sex, you die. The p- couple that spontaneously just decides to go upstairs and have sex when they know there's a killer around right? are immediately yeah, killed. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, mean, I don't know. I wanted to put this up against your video that you made that you showed us. Um, oh, the moral the... lessons from Friday the 13th? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, it, it's got all of those in here. Drinking, doing drugs, being a dick, having sex, getting naked, breathing, <laughs> breathing. <laughs> That's the those those guys were all just so stupid though, because it's like oh, yeah. oh clearly there's no event going on, and even then it's like they they hung around outside until dark, Hours. and they're like, well, I guess we should try to get in. Yeah, like I was just like, this this is that the high school? This building has clearly been abandoned for years. There's no reunion, guys. And they're like, well, let's no, let's just hang. There's no final girl is the thing. There Everybody wasn't. Died. There was, There was. well, like, there was almost a final girl, and it was, like, the most unlikely final girl ever because it was the chick that teased him and seduced him into the bathroom to begin with. I was like, is that our final girl? But then I was, I was like, they're kind of setting her up to be the final girl. But then I remembered that she had that friend roommate that was going to arrive late. I'm like, ah, there's your final girl. But no, she gets taken out immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as yeah. soon as she gets there, she gets taken out. Um, 
So yeah, and then and then yeah, the reveal of like yeah, there is no final girl. Everybody dies, but that's not the last twist of the movie. <laughs> no, I could have really done without that bit because like I I love a movie where it's like killer wins, like fuck yeah, everybody. I was, I Especially was like, when oh, everybody shit. in the movie deserves it outside of the the caretaker. He didn't deserve it. Yeah, but everybody else deserved it. Like yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, we have that weird, like, it was all a dream. They gave us, it was all a dream. But then he yeah. still wakes up and but he's then a he's homicidal. Still gonna go kill him, like, yeah, he's yeah. going to go do it. He's just going to add a nurse and a doctor to his hit list. Um, and says, fuck the skin grafts. I don't care if they work. It's like, <laughs> you should really just leave those there. Yeah, you like, shouldn't yeah. mess with that, bud. Like, you got badly burned. Yeah. You were you were very on fire. Especially and and that was the thing that like was driving me nuts. He was trying to turn off the gas or whatever. I'm like, dude, there's a fire in your school. Just fucking run out. Like just, don't try yeah, to just stop leave. it. Yeah, just just go. This is someone else's problem. But instead you get acid blasted. Like. Yeah. <laughs> acid blast to the face. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I had to do a little bit of reading because I didn't know that it was British. What really threw me off was like, like I had thought when I saw him, when you saw his butt in the beginning, I was like, that's Minkus from the Beatles. Like he looks very (laughs) British to me. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing, the thing that actually threw me off was the April Fool's ends at noon. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck, what the fuck was that? So yeah. Weird. Like, oh yeah, he's been following the rules so far. April Fool's ends at noon. I'm like, who says who and what rules has he been following? Hold on. <laughs> this is like a British thing. And I looked it up. Yep, it turns out the Brits apparently have a deadline. Um, I quoted Archie Bland of the British newspaper The Independent. The source of Britain's noon deadline might be the 17th century's well named Shig Shag Day. When celebrants put up oak sprigs in their hats to show loyalty to the monarch, oh, in reference to Charles yeah. II fighting in an oak tree, um, and so like they stop at noon, and I actually fell into a hole of hot debate. Uh, a hole of people were debating very fiery um, who <laughs> believe the joke should end at twelve p.m. on the day versus the people who thought that this was a crock of shit and the pranks needed to go on for like 24 hours straight. Yeah, 24 hours. I'm still in this hole? Yeah, <laughs> oh hours. my god. If, 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 if it's not a day. Here, I fucking, I, I would sleep through April Fool's every year. Yeah. Like, like ah, 12.01, I'm safe. Yeah. Legit more than two handfuls of tweets of British people talking about how the tradition is that anyone who prays <laughs> afternoon makes them the fool. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm the fool. So, well, there we go. Now we have ammunition, like, next that year when it happens. It's British shame where they think we care, but, like, especially, <laughs> it's, it's almost fucking July 4th. We're in full not give a fuck mode. Yeah. <laughs> But it is, uh, yeah, it is almost July Fourth. But yeah, well, no. That, so they, oh yeah, shit, six minutes. So it's based on that. Like they think it's based on that. They don't know where that tradition actually came from. But like, there's a clear divide between the people who think it should go on forever and the people who think it should just stop at noon. They were tired of the jokes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, because that was it. Came out of like no, like the, the April Fool's thing. Like I got that. I'm like, okay, I'm. It's a slasher movie in the eighties. You gotta set it around a holiday of some sort. All the good Original ones have been title. taken, so 
original well, title was April Fools. Ah, okay. Hmm. But there was another '80s slasher called April Fool's Day as well, which I don't know if it came out before or after this one. But that might have been if it came out before. That might have been why they didn't go with that title. Also, like a lot of like, yeah, the whole like it ends at noon, and he's been following the rules so far. I was like, what rules? What? <laughs> what fucking rules has he been following? He's murdering you one by one. <laughs> there's rules. Don't pretend you know there's rules. Um. But uh, yeah. So <laughs> the uh, phone call, like once it does the the flash forward, however many years, the the phone call that the lead uh, girl. Is happening oh, yeah, with, with the, her the agent. agent guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I feel like this phone call might have been sourced from the actual process of hiring this actress. Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that movie. You're gonna do the movie. <laughs> grateful bitch. <laughs> and then when she's like oh, talking to the dog, and he's like, "Oh well, I guess you've made up for this," and it's like, Ew. <laughs> <You> fucking creep." <laughs> I loved it that it referenced a movie. It referenced Jason. Oh, well, yeah. The, um... It's from the makers of Friday the 13th, I think, isn't it? Yeah. I saw saw something. I don't know. Like, I know for... I know at least uh, Harry Manfredini, who did the music, did the music in Friday the 13th. And even if you don't know his name, or you didn't know that the guy who did Friday the 13th soundtrack also did this soundtrack... It becomes abundantly clear because Harry Manfredini apparently only has the one soundtrack. He used it in Friday. He used it in this. He used it in The Hills Have Eyes Part 2. It's the same soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a poster from the Wikipedia page I posted in our chat thing. So it says, from the makers of Friday the Yeah, 13th. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that somewhere earlier. Oh, it's too cool. But yeah, this is the, clearly like what was the didn't yeah they did some kind of actual like I know the music for sure, including the the whole Jason Stinger music was in there. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of references to to other slashers. Uh, at one point, one of the characters says, "Looks like Halloween," to which <laughs> yeah. To which I responded, don't remind me of other better slasher movies. <laughs> um, let me see if, uh, what was the, uh, the Jason one? I probably have it written um, down, but. It says who, I, it's somebody, somebody calls somebody or comes up next to somebody and she goes, who do you think I was? Jason? Oh, I might've missed that actually. Because somebody jumped. It was it was in the school. It okay. was close to the end mm-hmm. because I my next notes were all of the stalking build up to a guy's guts exploding in a gory mess all over that woman's face. You tell oh. me the eighties wasn't all about porn, and I'm gonna tell you that <laughs> everything was about uh, sex. I mean, it still is, but like there was definitely a lot of sexual <laughs> overtones, explicit sexual overtones in the eighties for sure. For sure, um, it highlighted it. And I love every bit of it. It's funny as fuck. <laughs> and then also, like, the fact that the, once they get up to a point and they're like, all we have to do is stay awake. I'm like, I wonder if you're attempting to reference A Nightmare on Elm Street, maybe. 
No, that was again the whole April Fool's thing, though. Well, specifically when they're talking about they have to stay, not not so much the noon thing, but the fact that they have to stay awake through the night. I I was like, I wonder if that's meant to re-reference to Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, but yeah, the sheer like it, it like. I feel like in some ways they had to do the it was all a dream ending because it's the only way to explain how dense these I mean granted not really because yeah. I would have believed these people would be this dense regardless because they were pretty fucking dense but like it gets to like laughable proportions like yeah the fact that they show up the school's clearly abandoned they wait for hours then they break in and it doesn't it takes until they're inside the building to be like Wow, it doesn't look like this place. Anyone's been here in a while. Maybe, mm. maybe the school closed down. But then they, but then they find all the party and the the booze shit set up, and they're like, "Ah, might as well just you take advantage of this. This isn't clearly suspicious at all." Um, and the fact that apparently they kept forgetting that a killer was after them. Yeah. At multiple points. Like when they leave the dude, like when they're like, oh, there's a tractor. We saw a tractor. Let's go fix up the tractor and bust out of here. And they just leave the guy. He's like, he's like, yeah, I got this. Uh, I'll call you when I'm done. It's like, dude, (laughs) there's a killer. Buddy system. And then, and then like five minutes later when the horny slutty chick is like, hey, I don't like my husband. I really want to fuck you. And the guy's like. Yeah, but what about Joe? And I'm like, dude, what about the killer? <laughs> you know, the person stalking you who's clearly Melvin or whatever the nerd's name was, getting revenge Marty. because it's in inc- Marty, thank you. Um, it's clearly Marty getting revenge because he's made it abundantly obvious that it's him. Yeah. What about that guy? <laughs> No, they gotta go have awkward sex where it's the whole like, oh, talk dirty, and he's just like, uh, tits. Shit, fuck, tits. Oh yeah. I, Wait, I, is that I, not it, is it, that not how you talk dirty? Am I doing it, it wrong? It's a quote on the on the IMDb. Talk dirty, Frank. Talk dirty. Um, tits. Dirty, dirty. Uh, fuck. Uh, tits. Screw. Screw. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh yeah, I got a lot of like one-liner notes that was just like me going through. Um, you ever chug a beer so hard your guts exploded? (laughs) Not literally, no. (laughs) Just saw your former classmate's guts explode out of him? Time to strip down and take a bath. Make sure you get your boobs extra clean. (laughs) I like how they realize, like, in some form, they realize, like, that this is a really unkempt school still, but they totally expected the plumbing to work and then i was surprised when the plumbing did work <laughs> yeah but yeah this, like <laughs> marty gets around this school like goddamn sonic the hedgehog <laughs> <laughs> which again it is explained by it's all a dream oh. um let's see I, I got a lot of notes like pretty much like every single kill in this movie was just gold like mm-hmm. the, the acid bath was great yep 
um the electrified bang bed electric sex yeah yeah that that one was really good um the uh the tractor slice and dice was cool like there's there were a lot of just great kills in this um But, yeah, and then, you know, if you want to get any more, like, iconic 80s slasher, they have their own custom song that plays intermittently. It plays at the start and at the end credits and intermittently throughout the movie, which is totally not, I'm sure, meant to be an Alice Cooper ripoff band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just, that was just uh, yeah, the, like, 80s riffs is the best I could yeah, describe. It's just generic 80s Alice Cooper riffs and similar vocal stylings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I I didn't know what to expect from this one, but I found myself like it, it was the inverse of From Beyond. I was like, this is dumb, but I love it. <laughs> I definitely liked it more than I expected. I yeah. thought it was gonna be complete trash. Yeah, but it was like it was like fun trash because it was like yeah. just just aware. I think it was just aware enough of how of what it was to take advantage of what it was without seeming like it was mocking what it was. Like it felt genuine, but also dialed up to eleven to be over the top. Because at the end of the day, it's like yeah, it's a stupid slasher knockoff movie. But we're gonna do it to the best of our ability and give you everything you love about these movies. So, yeah. tons, tons of nudity, tons of gore, creative kill scenes. Good shit. Liter- literally, the soundtrack from Friday the Thirteenth. Like, yeah. Um, Ready for my not fun fact about this movie? Sure. I assume yeah. this had to be it. Uh, yeah, the guy that played Marty killed himself not long. Oh, no. Either, like, before... It was... I'm not sure about the release date, because it was, like, Phil... He he died in 84. The movie came out in America in 86, but I think it came out maybe earlier in the UK. Oh, all right. I think that's the deal, because I I don't know. There's some kind of weird gap. The release date I saw on um, IMDb placed it at November 86. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of thinking, it's like, well, if he if he died in 84, that means, I mean, they filmed it, like, even further before then, I would have thought maybe it was, yeah, come out there. But, but yeah, that's my not-fun fact for that movie, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's what happens when you dive into the actor pages on the Wikipedia. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> wow, okay, well, I know that now. Well, that's fun, yeah. Just like uh, the little fella from, uh, oh, back in Frankenstein month. Uh, oh, 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 Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Ronaldo, best boy Ronaldo, yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but, yeah, the movie was way better than I expected, and, uh, yeah, basically stereotype of all the 80s tropes, but in an enjoyable fashion. Mm. What What did you think, Neff? I know you love slasher movies. I... I... It wasn't bad. Yeah. It was horrible. It definitely puts... Sorry. Um, it definitely... Oh, you do it to me. Oh, no. Sorry. I'm stop this. Um, <laughs> it definitely... No, I will resist. It definitely puts... 
Friday the 13th into perspective for me in regards to Slaughter High wasn't bad, but uh, Friday the 13th is better. Yeah, as a more um, serious type horror movie for sure. Yeah, but um, I, I kind of enjoyed the over-the-top 80s cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the kill scenes were just like the acid bath. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Again, so like good. I think the acid bath at one point also had a stop motion effect, right? When her face is melting. Yeah, off. yeah, yeah. Yeah, which was very cool. Yeah, like it, it, it was, it was a good, like it was good, but it wasn't the best. I didn't feel the need to throw, like, the remote at anything. The perver- <laughs> you didn't screw which is amazing because i think of the slasher movies that you've seen this one probably had the dumbest characters <laughs> oh it did. it did however i got the satisfaction of knowing all of them died yeah that's true like there was no final girl that made nah. me happy no survivors except for marty yeah no mar- survivors except for Marty. Was it and Marty his or face- Maddie? Fa- well, Marty. Like it. Marty, yeah, like like Martin. Like uh like Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. Run for yeah. it, Marty. By God he did. He made it all right all the way around that school and back again. Mm-hmm. Marty Baggins. Marty <laughs> good reference that was a double that was, that was a double shot reference that it started really with was. back to the future and ended with lord of the rings and they're back again that yeah. was great that's the hobbit hey, hey, that's the name or of the, the hobbit book. yeah it is the name of the book yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to do that whenever like, they the said the name like oh there it is they said the name take a shot I think that's what makes this like the the runs the it, it the movie like straddles the line of being sincere without and self aware but without mocking itself. Mm-hmm. If what would have tipped it over the line would have been if one of the characters said, "Wow, this place is really turning into a slaughter high." <laughs> no. Instead, we got apparently deep lore about how the Brits celebrate April Fool's Day. <laughs> and about how they're fucking wrong. Yeah. Like about everything else. <laughs> I well, did... at least half of them are wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like how the uh, the lead dickhead guy um, gets he survives being hung. And then oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then immediately takes a hatchet to the face. <laughs> it's fucking great. It's like, like oh, it's so oh, good. Oh, there's the saving grace, like nah, motherfucker. Like, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. He he's totally still alive, like from the hanging thing. I'm like, that guy's not dead. Nah, you're still going to the forever box, son. Yeah, <laughs> and then he immediately <laughs> takes a hatchet to the face, and I'm like, that's beautiful. Uh... <laughs> good lord. It's yeah, like near miss hitting a train and then getting hit by a plane instead. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm glad they they like changed that... the the, tra- the trail of the the tracks there. 
<laughs> like that like that scene from what was it meet joe black the one that's like been gift because it's hilarious of brad pitt getting hit by a car like n- narrowly getting hit by like two cars and then getting taken out by a third one <laughs> his body just ragdolls up into the air <laughs> it's one of those love it anyway points Yay, arbitrary points. Arbitrary <laughs> points for arbitrary categories. Alright, I guess I'll go through the static points first before we get to the categories. So, possession. <clears throat> um, 16 base points with 9 kills, 5 counts of nudity, no drugs or alcohol, 2 counts of sex uh evil dead 17 with eight kills two bits of nudity and six six alcohol consumptions and one act of sex (laughs) the sex uh from beyond low on the points only 10 six kills three three nudes and one sex. Just one sex. Just one sex. <laughs> one whole unit sex. <laughs> one unit whole sex, yep. <laughs> and then Slaughter High. Uh, this, is, this is why I was warning you, Kettle. Come, come prepared. 39 points. Oh my god! 13 kills. 9 acts of nudity. Seven drug consumptions that I counted, nine alcohol consumptions that I counted, and one sex. One unit whole sex. One whole sex. One unit whole sex. So yeah, 39 points in base score alone. But that that would still mean all y'all would have to rate the movie very highly, which I doubt, because I didn't even do that. Like, it was not my top movie, so... So yeah, how, yeah. Uh, how we wanna? Um, I guess I guess I can just go through it like in the order, right? Because I've got it, my stuff, Neff's stuff, Fish's stuff, and Kettle's stuff. I don't know how I yeah, came up with yeah. that order, but that's the order I've got on the spreadsheet. No, that's perfectly fine. And then yeah, everybody just lists their thing. Yeah, like all all their categories that way. Everybody, mm-hmm. or it's not just bouncing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Actually, that is something to consider. No, I'll just go down the list. Um, the consideration I was thinking, I was like, oh yeah, we could like go down the categories and we could each give our picks. Is that better organizational? Yeah, maybe. That way we're fixing on one thing, we cross it off, we move down, and then we're all giving our... We don't have to wait. Okay. Yeah. Right. That works. Okay, so best kill. My, uh, my... Or rather, in my case, best kills... Because for me, the movie that had like the overall best kill scenes was Slaughter High, because they were all so creative and gory and unique. That is also what I voted for. Mm-hmm. I mm. voted from Beyond. Same. From yeah. Beyond. The be- the the. That was my ne- my second so place. From Beyond, sure. yeah. From Beyond was very close second, I think. For I me just as well. really like the special effects in From Beyond, honestly. Yeah. Like the rest of the movie was kind of. Hmm. But the special effects were good. Yeah. 
Best characters. For me, that was From Beyond. Because, again, they did so much weird shit with their characters that I really Also liked From it. Beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Evil Dead. Possession. I can see that. Possession was close second for me. Very because good they were just so insane and... Mm. Deep, yeah, but I didn't understand what was going on. All so I just and also like I I just I liked I'm a facial expression kind of person. Yeah. So like Sam's face that <laughs> he's got some great face. expressions. They all do. Honestly. Yeah, that one that Fish posted in our chat, which is the face. <laughs> yeah. It's the like, same yeah. face he see when he sees the Brachiosaurus. Uh, it's the same face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? It said Stewie Fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what a, yeah, what, what about the Evil Dead like, characters? Resonated. Because when I look when I look for characters, I always look for how relatable are they. Mm. And I felt like they were very relatable characters. Yeah. Like, I just and, and we'll see later on. Like it just made me feel so homey around them, even though like bad shit starts happening <laughs> real fucking quick. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, they're they're a little. They do a few dumb things that are obviously dumb and everything like that. But it's not. Yeah, compared to like Slaughter High, where like, do you people need help? Like, I think you need help. <laughs> And a lot of like Evil Dead, it's like it's like yeah, they're doing dumb shit, but it's like yeah, they seem like average, fun-loving kids that are doing dumb shit. Yeah, they were going up to a cabin just to hang out, and I feel like there's a lot of character given at once because of that whole thing with like the what are they called, Deadanites? Deadites. Dead Deadanites. The Deadites, uh, they just basically were taunting character flaws the whole time. So, oh, that's like, a good point. I didn't consider like counting the Deadites as characters, but they totally well, were. They are, yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah, I did not even consider that. Mm-hmm. Uh, needs improvement for me, and again, I think the improvement it needs is less hype, please, but I had to put From Beyond. Because there's something in there that I'm just like, it's not it's not firing on all cylinders for me. It's very well done, but like, there's something in there that needs a little tweak to make it 10 out of 10. Uh, Neff? Uh, so, needs improvement with Slaughter High for me. <laughs> it, just, it just needs help. It needs help. <laughs> like the characters in the movie, it needs help. <laughs> Yep. Oh, you mean? Yeah, we're on needs improvement. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely slaughter high. Um. <laughs> yeah. I, it's just it's a slasher film. I feel like any slasher film could have. <laughs> um, see. See. From the words out of my brain. For me, slaughter high seems like it would have been the obvious choice, but like I couldn't I couldn't put slaughter high in there because I'm like. No, it doesn't need improvement at all. Like it, it's doing exactly what it wants to do, and it does it very well, in my opinion. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I, was, I didn't I think like, of it that way. I was like, no, that's it's a yeah, it's a stock '80s slasher movie that knows it's an '80s slasher movie, and it's doing all of the '80s slasher beats incredibly well. Yeah, yeah. 
I just feel it's a slap. Like the other ones, I'm just like, you know what? That that's 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 how they do. Unfortunately, from Be- from Beyond is not one of the Lovecraftian um, movie or books or stories that I have read. Mm-hmm. So I've read a lot of his stuff, but apparently I missed that one. But I can I can see it going in needs improvement, like from a creativity standpoint, like in terms yeah. of just what it is. Yeah. Mm, Uh, I had the Evil Dead, and before I get crucified, um, (laughs) let me just say my yeah, you got some explaining to do. Was basically that they did do that when they made Evil Dead Two, so they improved upon the first one. (laughs) Um. Okay. And that's basically my argument for, and also because low budget with more money, I would think that they would be even better. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. that's 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 my criticism of it. Not I so can... much the like characters or this and that. It's right. I enjoyed the movie overall. I enjoyed I was... all the movies. Like even even possession for the parts that annoyed me definitely had some like. Yeah, and, and as we discuss shit. it, that's why I like discussing the stuff with you guys because you make me think about stuff. I'm like, oh okay, so like yeah, uh, it clicks a little bit better. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's that's why I, I chose Evil Dead. I, I was I was a little surprised. I was like, really? Okay. That, that's, that's that's my main reasoning. That's, yeah. That's but yeah, I can see I can see that viewpoint. Um, comfiest movie or wait, uh, Fish? Did you want to did you want to do more on why you chose Slaughter High? You kind of chimed yeah. in with Neff. So yeah, a little bit because okay. she took the words right out of my head. Um where every slasher or slasher movie needs improvement i would agree but that's what I was, uh, you also I was don't seem i was digesting in her mind belly with her. <laughs> you are you you also don't seem to be a particular fan of between this and uh, valentine you don't seem to be a particular fan of slasher stuff i do like slasher stuff um i haven't delved into it that was actually part of my notes i haven't delved into it as much because there's so much more that interests me but i'm it's always like i'll get to it right um but i mean because i love michael (laughs) yeah like he's my love (laughs) um but like this one i said needs improvement because i think like okay so they're all british actors they're making them seem american for a reason mm. and even though they're making them seem american for a reason they're they're the actual like story with like the whole april fools thing mm. is very secular to england so yeah. like it makes it convoluted yeah. And you don't really understand the plot. And I feel like they could have connected that. Like, that would have been cooler. And I, like, if I hadn't, <clears throat> my mind hadn't triggered, I would have probably been like, oh, well, that would have been something really cool to connect into the story to make it very uniquely Britain, but also still being the pompous people that you are and <laughs> most Americans well, with we're... your American accents, which aren't great, by the way. <laughs> I still could tell you were British once I realized that I was like, oh, I hear the Brit. <laughs> <laughs> See, for for me, like I like it, it definitely threw me for a loop. Like it it wound up in the notes of the what do you mean April Fool stands at noon? What the fuck are you talking about? But I just took that as a hastily thrown in qualifier like like 
a lot of slasher movies have that where it's just like oh there's it's the rules yeah 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 there's there's this one like loophole type thing that's like yeah michael myers only kills on halloween night and shit like that um freddy can only get you while you're sleeping I just figured it was one of those, and they just made some shit up, and I'm like, all right, like it's a slasher movie. They, they've got to do something. They had April Fool's Day to work with. They had to do something. It's actually kind of cool to know that it was based on something. Genuine. Something, right? So you summed up my reasoning behind uh, all slasher movies need improvement, because they just willy-nilly throw some morals in there, like, okay, this is how this explains that. Well, Which is why I love slasher movies, though, because it's that's fun to me. It's like banter. I was, well, yeah, because I was going to say, by that logic, then all, or many vampire movie movies also all need improvement, because the rules yeah. for vampires, and I think to some extent werewolves as well, like, they change from movie to movie. Like, every yeah. movie has their own set of rules of how these creatures work. Yeah, and um, that's why I think it's fun, and which is probably why I think slashers are fun. So I wouldn't say, no, I'm. it's not that I'm not a fan of them. It's just my, the other stuff has interested me more, and I'll get to it. But, like, mm -hmm. yeah, I do love, I, <laughs> I do It was just, like, again, like, one of the, like, doing this for, a few months now like i'm kind of picking up on themes and like different things that of people's tastes so i was like yeah slaughter high valentine the two slashers we've done so far wasn't really a fan of both of them so i was like maybe maybe there's something there i think it's because i hold slasher movies to a higher standard then oh, like fair. okay you're just being goofy I'm like or it's not as well done as what i would put slasher movie to the standard of you have you have then yeah you have a much higher regard for slasher movies than even slasher movies do <laughs> i do <laughs> i think they're cool because all they represent is like fear like they're they're supposed to be a lesson that's taught like don't do this or, so that i'm going too far into it i'm sorry yeah we'll go we'll... I have no idea what the monologue is going to be for the inevitable slasher month that we might eventually have, but because I already Nothing's did it this fucking time. Um, like I got to keep it to kettles two hour time period. Uh, <laughs> oh, we've broken oh, we've that. broken we've broken <laughs> that, but we're still going to be, I think, coming in under three hours by a decent little chunk. Wait, wait, not wait, not uh, if we keep. Uh, what? what no. Excuse me. Everybody's talking. Yeah, what? for the slasher month, Nuffy's going to not be well. <laughs> She's going to be very angry. <laughs> I'll try to pick a good one for you now. Um, I'm going to call in sick. Oh, no. <laughs> My so, Uber's here. <laughs> so, comfiest movie. For me, that was Evil Dead. Because, again, I've seen it so many times. Like, it's, it's definitely... It doesn't have the same comedic... Like, intentional com com comedic elements that the later evil dead movies have um but it's still like it's so familiar that yeah that's that's a movie i just put on and chill to mm -hmm. now if you also had evil dead mm -hmm. i did because i know it and bruce campbell just makes me feel at ease like because i feel like <laughs> Bruce Campbell soup, you mean? Because he's just like <laughs> makes you feel so warm inside. He's like right. he's like that sarcastic uncle that fucks yeah, with you, but you know he loves you. I relate to him in a in a 
um, like a panic type or like in a serious situation, mm-hmm. I don't care what. I'm going to survive. You can <laughs> take my hand. You can take my girlfriend. Spoilers! <laughs> Fish That's hasn't seen I'm... Evil Dead 2 yet. Yeah, but that hit something for me. He is that uncle. And I'm like, oh my God, maybe yeah. that's why I like him so much. Only uh, I wouldn't do those things to my uncle <laughs> while I was thinking about doing to Bruce Campbell, but whatever. That's well, fine because he's not <laughs> actually your uncle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but like, you can take all of my stuff and like, I'm going to survive. And I'm just like, hell yeah, I'm scrappy like that. It's the, I know me. It's the metal of man. I'm just missing the <laughs> really big chin. Aren't we all? I mean, I've got a couple I could probably give you. <laughs> oh, but, um, no, I'm good. I got an extra one. You can keep yeah. it. I have a waddle, too. Yeah. Mm, fish. Evil Dead. Because yeah. I know I'm going to watch this movie like five million times. <laughs> um, and by the way, can you please share with me uh, a, pa- a certain password so I can watch on the computer um, to so I can see Evil Dead 2? <laughs> I need to I watch know. this movie as I, soon as possible. I don't, I don't know if it's on Shutter. Is it? I, I thought it was. I'll have to check. I, okay. I don't think it is, but I could be wrong. Shutter has okay. a lot. <laughs> there's because a lot of stuff on. i Shutter. thought that's where i read it was because i looked it up to see if it was on any of the platforms worst but case we have it on dvd blu-ray that's I bring true it with me i now. have a dvd player now mm-hmm. that is Shit, true yeah. yeah i've got it on blu-ray <laughs> that makes things so much easier uh yeah uh, no i'm gonna watch 13. it a million times It's gonna be uh, no, not on Shutter. But again, we have the Blu-ray, so it's fine. Okay. I'm gonna have to get me my own copies. So <laughs> uh, Kettle. Uh, for me, uh, it was from Beyond, just because it was that right level of like weird, creepy, where I was kind of just sunk into my couch, like wondering when the little brain worm's gonna come for me. <laughs> so like. In, in a weird come way, like for you or, co- or come out of you e- either way oh, all right you know <laughs> my mind knowing my, knowing my brain it'd probably like take over me entirely but yeah uh, no that that it, it's weird because i mean spoiler for the next category it it also was my scariest because it just like freaked me out the most yeah. like on the existential level but at the mm. same time like i don't know i found a also coziness to it i think just probably because it made me think of reanimator and i really like reanimator yeah well, i also haven't yeah. seen reanimator oh reanimator yeah. is it's is gold super good remember i asked you what that poster was and i thought it was uh who was on the poster i thought it was al pacino oh yeah 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 <laughs> so scary sorry, <laughs> scariest movie for me it was the evil dead because again, just the psychological and visceral mind and body fuck that the Deadites are is just terrifying to me. Yeah, that was a close second for me. Mm. Uh, Neff? Scariest was Possession. Uh, it just, okay. it just, it, it disturbed me on a level more so the psychosis than anything else. Like, mm. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't know what was going to happen. Like, I thought he was going to kill her. And then, no, yeah. her tentacle baby is going to kill him. And no, wait, no, it didn't kill him. It was guns. But <laughs> yeah, it was it was the other spies. Gravity. Yeah. How, uh, like, the like, insanity of it all. The insanity is what scared me. I think the insanity in that movie can be summed up by how the wife winds up killing herself. Yeah. Taking his gun and then like extending it weirdly behind her back to shoot herself in the back. It's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I get it, but like, why that way? <laughs> what what symbolism does that represent, director? Tell me. Wait, it was it was towards her back, right? Yeah, she like brings the gun all the way around her back and like it hyper extends her arms in a really uncomfortable position. Yeah. To shoot herself in the back. Yep. It was disgusting. It was, yeah, it was <laughs> striking in, in just how weird, like, in a movie full of weird shit, like, that stood out to me. I'm like, why? Uh, the only thing I can think of is, did the bullet also, I can't remember now, did the bullet also pass through him? It was indeterminate. He eventually, well, because he, he, he gets shot full of a bunch of bullets and then mm -hmm. he throws himself off the, down right. the stairs to go splat. A confident pavement pancake. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, fish. Scary. Also evil dead. Also evil dead. And you, again, nailed it on the head. That was pretty much mm. my reasons. It was freaky. I loved it. <laughs> and Kettles is from beyond. Yep, from beyond. <clears throat> All right, most disturbing. Is most disturbing and scary? So, are those two categories too close together? Or do you feel like there's enough distinction? No. There's enough distinction. distinction. Okay, that's how yeah. I felt too. Disturbed but I just wanted to check in. Exactly. That's that's how I feel. Um, but most disturbing for me was possession because, like, what even the fuck? Like, it's such a, a head trip and so just unnerved. Like, not even so much. Well, also including, like, you know, weird tentacle monster and everything like that. But, like, the the relationship disintegration mm -hmm. and just all of that as well was just incredibly disturbing. Yeah. Enough? I agree. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was it was not a um it was not a comfy movie. That's that's it was not I think that was my note for it. I'm like I'm like Possession's weird as fuck. It ain't comfy. Nope. <laughs> not comfy at all. I think that was the same thing for most entertaining. I was like, it ain't well, it's kind of entertaining, but not really. <laughs> yeah. It's more just an experience. Yeah. It was, uh, I had to watch it twice. I'm just going to reiterate that one more time. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's got to be a reason. <laughs> there's movie. some code in here that I missed the first time through. Because yeah. I was just staring at the screen in slack-jawed horror. Although, if I ever want to watch it for Sam Neill facial expressions, I, I definitely will do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, apparently. Yeah. Oh, here's here's a fun actual fun fact for possession that i that i saw um apparently <clears throat> possession of of all sam neill's movies uh that he's done 
Possession is his favorite. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe because of how over the top he got to act. Maybe I don't yeah. know. Like I, I yeah, actually. It you like are, it would be fun. Yeah, to the point. Like it's definitely not a role. It, like any other I've ever gotten to see him perform. And there's definitely mm-hmm. a lot of stuff there for him to do as an actor. Cause like he basically, his character goes through like the five stages of grief in that movie. Yeah. And yeah. then some, he adds a few steps. Cause I don't remember a stage of grief where you become a devious murderer to get revenge. <laughs> That's not anger. He, he, add, no, that was not anger. anger. He was, he was, yeah, he was past anger at that point. He was just scheming at that point. And I'm like, that's a new step. I like it. <laughs> but I, I actually, I, I sent him a tweet. I was like, dude, I just finished watching possession. Like, was that movie as insane to make as it was to watch? Uh, he didn't respond, but I, I sent it out. Cause I'm like, dude, like give 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 me the deep lore man like come on help me out here it's your favorite performance of all your movies like give me the goods also maybe come on my show and talk about it i don't know it's funny to hear that you tweeted out to him because um when i watched it i went to find because i was looking for the das bad movie with hugo oh yeah and or dust I was tub reading, or whatever. Yeah, I was reading some of the comments, and one of his friends that he replied to uh, said, "Where's Das? I'm still waiting on Das Horror." And I replied to that guy, oh. and I said, "That was Possession, 1981." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sam yet has not responded yet either. But that's yeah, I don't know. I, I I've seen him respond to some people, but I, he probably gets flooded with stuff. Probably. So. Um, but fish most disturbing. Um, also possession because like it was disturbed. Like the body stuff was very disturbing when she starts cutting herself. When she starts, oh yeah, like, and like the complete non-response from both of them was just and surreal. It was yes, and um, yeah, I I called it dead eyed for yeah. a little while there because he it was like what was that movie? Was it Dead Girl? Yeah, yeah. Was, maybe. Yeah, well, that we watched the one where he was, she was like grating her face with the cheese grater, and he walks, her roommate walks in like it's a oh no, comforting skin, back. comforting skin, comforting skin. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh it yeah. Was like that. Was, <laughs> oh, oh, you're scraping your face off with a cheese grater. Must be Monday. She, she go chop her fingers off, and you're sitting there arguing with her about like your kid. Like, no, stop her. And she didn't. And I was like, oh, she's going to chop her fingers. Or And then she started, I was just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I there's am disturbed. A, there's like a the lot lady. of whoa moments in possession for sure. It's like the lady from uh, your movie. Uh, you told me to call this number when I'm disturbed. <laughs> I'm disturbed. I'm disturbed. <laughs> uh, cattle. Most uh, disturbing. Most disturbing for me was also from beyond because yeah, just the the whole mind fuckery, like either yeah. you either get awoken and turn into some weird shit or you get your brain sucked out through your eyeball and neither of those seem super great, but like Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It, well, I mean it, awoken seems pretty good because apparently it's better than sex. Like you're just in a constant state of euphoric orgasms. Yeah, I mean that would be pretty cool, but like 
I don't know. It's it's all the things <laughs> I go through to get to that. Like, if I could just yeah. stay regular old me and be coming all the time, like, sign me up. Like, <laughs> uh, you got to do something different. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> got to do something about this whole oh, face okay. thing. Yeah. This this whole forehead penis thing jutting out yeah. of my head. Like, we got to yeah, do well, something about that. Yeah, look, don't get me wrong. I would like to be, you know, enlightened or whatever the fuck, but, you know, I still would rather just be me. There's a reason yeah, we keep those things in our pants, boys. Yeah. This one's for sure Nuffy. Masks. <laughs> this, one, this one's for Nuffy. Imagine it had a tiny little mouth at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, didn't it? I mean, it had to get those brains out of those skulls somehow. So clearly there's something in there that's, I don't know if it's a mouth or like a little sucker or something, but. Well, I was thinking, I was referencing aliens with like. Oh, yeah. Oh, where it opens up and another little mouth comes up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's her little mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sleeper hit for me is Slaughter High. Again, like I didn't, like I kind of, I was like, eh generic 80s slasher it'll probably be you know fine but i was not expecting how much i actually really really enjoyed that movie uh neff sleeper hit was from beyond for me oh yeah that's that's weird considering you were like yeah it really didn't stand out much to me you know like but it, it was mostly due to the graphic effects Oh, okay. Yeah, because, like, I I feel like, and this is not a comparison, like, of greatness of film in regards, like, I feel like everyone should see The Fly. Oh, yeah, Cronenberg's. Huh? Cronenberg's Fly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Cronenberg's Fly, just simply because, like, the special effects in that are gnarly as fuck. Right. And, and like, I just, I feel like this was a sleeper hit on special effects more so. Okay. Like, everything else, like, people know about Evil Dead. I, yeah. I don't think anyone knows about Possession. Um, but, like, and... and no, sh- Possession of- does have a, a cult following. Oh, okay. Because, of course, it does. But, yeah. Yeah. But so, like, not I as well like- known, for sure. But, like, yeah, there, are, yeah. there is a cult following behind Possession. But, like, it just, it... It, the special effects got me. I'm a I'm a I'm a sucker for good special effects, like practical effects. Mm-hmm. So, mm, fish. Neffy and I are on the same plane this week, like <laughs> on a lot. Um, so the uh, from beyond because I didn't expect to like this movie as much as I did. I thought it was great, and because, like I said earlier, it's a good good story or book to movie bridge like there's not a lot that does that very well so mm. i really appreciate and i've seen a lot that does that don't do that well so i really oh, yeah, appreciate plenty something can even if it devolves into a softcore porn <laughs> <laughs> that makes it even better Again, i love softcore porn yeah <laughs> Sometimes that makes it even better. Like, if it's good, it's good. All right, cool. <laughs> you want a little bondage? All right, cool. Show me. <laughs> mm, cattle. Uh, sleeper hit for yeah. me was Slaughter High, because that movie did not have... The, it did not have... I can't even think of the phrasing, but, like, 
It didn't have... Uh, fuck me. Sentences. I'm sorry. No, you're good. It was a lot better than I expected it to be, and, like, it had no right to be that entertaining. Like... Right? That's how I, I felt. a total fucking dumpster fire, and it had a bit of that, but it was still, like, I was... <laughs> I, I expected it to be like, oh, wow, this is difficult to watch. But in the end, right. like, yeah, you get them, Marty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you done did get them. Yeah. Marty's kettles new BFF. It's going to hang a poster of Marty on the wall in that Chester Ooh, that's, mask. Uh, that's a little... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, what is it, Billy Madison? Is it Billy Madison where, where Steve Buscemi is... Uh, is the no. guy who's the serial killer and he's nice to him. Oh, yeah. That's right. And he just puts on the, the lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve. You gotta become friends with Marty so you don't get <laughs> Alright, best writing. For me, it was From Beyond. Because again, I thought the story was very creative. They did a lot of cool stuff with the characters. Um, a lot of twists and turns. Like, I mean, y- you bite your main character's head off. Like, your hero character gets his head bitten off after doing, like, precisely nothing. <laughs> like, that's just great. Um, but yeah, From Beyond for me. Neff? Uh, great writing. Just simply because, like, was it was From Beyond. But, okay. Um for me it was the the story itself was intriguing yeah so like while i may not have liked the rest of the film Mm. i did enjoy like the special effects and the story was really good because i'm like it's it's hp lovecraft like i love love hp lovecraft possession had no story (laughs) well not a coherent one anyway yeah Yeah, it It had a story but it was more it's like it's like even more so than under the skin where it's like it's more just a series of events and images to be interpreted than it is a coherent story and like evil dead was second like evil dead and i kept going back and forth between evil dead and from beyond because like evil dead has Now it's, I think, a cleat, like, well, not even a cleat. No, it doesn't have a cleat. Never mind. Um, well, the cabin in the woods, something evil yeah. type thing. But it was the, it was the, was it the original to do that? I don't know if it was the original. Um, I want to say no, but honestly, I can't think of any other examples that predate it. Yeah, neither can I. Or rather, um, like, maybe not Cabin in the Woods, but, like, going out into the woods and something evil is there. Because this would have been a year after Friday the 13th came out and stuff like that, so. Yeah. Um, but, like... Are we, we're on writing, right? I'm sorry, yes. I'm losing my train of thought. Okay, um... Yeah, no, like it was, it was like it felt Lovecraftian. I just mm-hmm. felt like the rest of the movie wasn't quite up to Lovecraftian standards, but <laughs> that's just me. Uh, fish. Uh, it was Evil Dead, <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, because to get 
I I think to get to that level of vileness that came out of the teasing and the taunting and the the everything and then the characters responses to that um to get to get that rawness on screen i think you have to be a good writer part of it is good acting Mm. but a great deal of it is good writing and good directing yeah uh kettle uh for best writing i had from beyond as well just the overall story and the weirdness of the characters and everything that went in with it i just i really enjoyed all right best special effects for me evil dead not only because the special effects were all like really good but also taking into consideration the budget they had to pull them off and still achieving so many amazing effects uh neff best special effect was from beyond the special effects were just really fucking good it was actually that and um evil dead as well because like honestly for how cheaply it was done yeah they did such a good job with it but from beyond had some really good special effects it did uh fish evil dead for the nostalgia like i felt such like love for my year or my decade that i was born in with that (laughs) and i was like this is movies come from that and i i watched those movies as a kid so great wait for special effects yeah okay Mm -hmm. the nostalgia of the special effects well the whole stop motion thing and again oh okay okay me it was like beetlejuice so right okay okay i I was like oh shit my nostalgia i felt it (laughs) kettle uh i had from beyond because that shit was wild like it was honestly like it was a tough toss-up for me between from beyond and evil dead for best effects yeah yeah it was it was a close second for me Mm. most entertaining for me, Slaughter Eye. Like, I love Evil Dead. Um, Possession was, I mean, in some weird way to me, entertaining, but Slaughter High was just like, it was so much fun. <laughs> uh, Neff. Uh, Evil Dead. It, it's just, it's always a fun time. I like watching uh, Bruce Campbell act. Mm. Uh, I, I honestly have not yet found anything I don't like him in, and I haven't seen all of his films, so... Yeah. Well, Maniac Cop, you were a fan of Maniac Cop. I liked him, though. Oh, okay, that's fair. I liked Bruce Campbell. He was baby face. Yeah, he was very young. Slightly older than an Evil Dead, but I don't think by much. No. I um, guess in Evil Dead, they just made him look old. <laughs> <laughs> they, well, they fucked him up a lot more. They they yeah. threw a lot of blood and sweat all over him. Mm-hmm. Um, fish. Slaughter high because I laughed throughout. The <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Uh, kettle. And I had from beyond because I don't know, just something about that movie just fucking struck struck me in my pineal gland. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just really liked it overall. Like, like you messaged me earlier, like, you yeah. me sympathy? Like, no, man, I legitimately liked it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kettle, Kettle sends in his, his picks, and I'm going down them. I'm like, he gave From Beyond, like, six categories. 
Jones? I'm like, are you trying to throw me a sympathy win? Like, what's going on? He's like, nah, I love it. Oh, man. I liked it. All right. Now we're down to the, the bulk categories, the order categories. So, um, oh, yes. My phone just yeah. turned off because it died, and that's the only thing I have my Excel sheet on. So can you read mine for me, too? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, so ranked movies. Uh, for me, number one is got to be The Evil Dead. Like, I've seen it so many fucking times. I've seen so much deep lore on it and shit like that, behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, it's The Evil Dead. Number two, Slaughter High. Because... <laughs> It's criminal how much I enjoyed that movie. <laughs> uh, number three for me was Possession, because I like me a weird, incomprehensible fever dream. And number four was From Beyond, because I'm terrible. Uh, the movie's not terrible, I'm terrible. So it's, it's like Audition, like when I put Audition so low on stuff. I'm like, it's good, but it doesn't resonate with me for some goddamn reason. And I feel bad about that. <laughs> Uh, Neff. Um, I realized I transposed the Evil Dead and From Beyond. Oops. Well, that's gonna result in some retallying. Yeah, I apologize. Live math, live math. Live math, yeah. yay! I so much, because I, 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 I realized what I, like, I was just staring at it just now, and I'm like, that's not right. Why would From yeah, I was Beyond like, be number one? I was like, one? From Beyond, huh? <laughs> Yeah, it really didn't do much for me. <laughs> yeah. It had good effects and all, but like... Hey, did, you, did I hack into your spreadsheet? <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> right? So number one for you was Evil Dead? Yes. <laughs> number two is still Possession. Oh, yeah. Uh, number three is From Beyond, and number four is Slaughter High. No. Um. Because, I mean, Slasher always goes at the bottom for me. Yeah, that wasn't surprising to me that you no. put it at the bottom. Um, mm. Fish. Mm. Your number one choice was The Evil Dead. Your number two choice was From Beyond. Your number three choice was Possession. And your number four choice was Slaughter High. Does that sound right? What category were we working off of? Just the ranked right. movies, yeah. Ranked movies, yeah. So yes. Okay. That is right. Uh, Evil Dead was my favorite out of all of these, and I knew I was going to like it, so that's not really fair, but like, <laughs> I started it to watch this movie in particular. I chose it, so. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then Kettle. Uh, I had From Beyond at number one, followed by Slaughter High, then Evil Dead, and then Possession. Uh, yeah, I don't know. From, I, I really like From Beyond. That's my my top one. Evil Dead and Slaughter High are kind of like neck and neck, but just like for the lulls and shit that Slaughter High gave me, like yeah, it it, it, it edged it out. But yeah, is uh, none of us. I don't think any of us, or at least you and I, did not expect how much. We were going to enjoy Slaughter High. No. <laughs> okay, now for the custom categories for the month. We have most 80s hair as the first one. And for me, no, number one for most 80s hair was Slaughter High. Because that movie was just dripping 80s. Uh, number two, From Beyond. Because it was also pretty 
drippy of the 80s. Uh, number three, Evil Dead. And number four, Possession. Because Evil Dead a little bit, I guess, kind of 80s hair, but it was also close enough to the 70s that it almost felt like 70s that's, hair. That's how I felt, because and they the were same both thing in with Possession. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt more 70s hair than 80s. Yeah. Um, the 80s hasn't really come out yet. Yeah, they didn't really figure out what the 80s hair was. Like 86? Yeah. (laughs) We're We're deep. We're deep in the 80s. Yeah, 1981. Um, Nav. So, Slaughter High was most 80s. Mm. I think it's the same order as yours. It is the same order as mine. Yeah. 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 Same reason. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have much to in, add to in, what you stated. In fact, Fish's order <clears throat> is also the same as mine. And Kettle's order is almost the same. You just Slightly different, except yeah. I swapped Possession and Evil Dead. But it's kind of that same thing of like, yeah, they're both in 81. Neither of them really felt particularly 80s hair. Yeah. So, and then our second unique category for the month, most 80s music. And number one for me, it had to be Slaughter High. Like it's got it's got an Alice Cooper knockoff theme song. Like how much more eighties can you get? Oh, I don't know. Maybe just add in the soundtrack of Friday the thirteenth. So yeah. Uh number two, even though it was early in the eighties, possession, like it had some synthwave kind of bops to it that felt yeah. very mm-hmm. very uh like mm-hmm. quintessential eighties to me. Um, number three, Evil Dead, which was more of a traditional horror score, but it, it, I think it had some kind of keyboard zingers in there a little bit. And then number four, From Beyond, because weirdly enough, even though it was, the music was done by Charlie Band, I believe, or Mm -hmm. Charlie or Richard, I can't remember which one of the band brothers is the musician but like he's the guy who did he did the music in reanimator he's done a lot of the full moon like the puppet masters and he usually has a very kind of 80s style to him but in from beyond it was more traditional like more traditional horror Uh oh <laughs> that's not good my camera fell sorry so, for the please continue that was, that was my order neff slaughter high because mm. I mean, yeah, it was very 80s. Uh, From Beyond was actually number two for me because it felt 80s horror to me. But maybe I just don't know much about 80s music, apparently. <laughs> um, I don't I think like we might have had different like aspirations or ideas of what to look for with it. Because yeah. for me, it was it was keyboards and synth that I was looking uh. for. Because that to me is like the sound of the 80s, but there are other sounds of the 80s as well. So my criteria was probably inherently biased to a specific type of sound. It's, yeah, you to know. me, it's basically whatever vibe it puts off the more yeah. of being more 80s, whatever that means to you. Mm. Evil Dead was three, and then Possession was four, because for me, it just, like, the movie didn't feel very 80s. I mean, I know it was in Berlin, and I get that, but, like, mm-hmm. just, like, the overall, it still felt like the 70s. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, oh, wait. 
I got to read these off for you too, don't I, Fish? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so for for number one, you also had Slaughter High, followed by From Beyond, followed by Possession, followed by Evil Dead. Yeah, Possession or From Beyond had a lot of keyboards in it and funky music and i was like well that sounds 80s and possession sounded like a um it sounded 80s for me but it sounded more like mystery thriller right yeah is your camera okay it's okay i had to <laughs> fix something because it fell over there and oh no it kept moving the camera wire and the camera uh, fell. <laughs> kettle uh, I had possession of number one for the same reason, just kind of that like synth poppy kind of intro thing. Like I was like, yeah, that that I feel that. Followed by Slaughter High for yeah the the reason of just like those are that's that's an '80s like riff song if I've ever heard one. <laughs> yes, like hastily thrown together riff song. <laughs> uh, then from beyond, just yeah, kind of the weird synthiness, and then Evil Dead. I, I guess I don't know if I really paid as much attention to the music in Evil Dead, but I, it just didn't resonate with me as much, so it was kind of an mm-hmm. afterthought. Okay, now I have to redo some math. <gasps> uh, I'm sorry. It's fine. Redoing the math. Redoing the math. Please save me from this dead air while I redo this math and focus on math. math, math. I was actually going to ask Kettle, is that a UFO tapestry you have? Yes. Oh, what's it pulling up? A little guy. Okay. Little guy's getting abducted in in the beam there. Okay. I was like, it looks like a pig from my angle. Like, it looks like the shape of a... a Oh, no, it's it's a little guy, but he's, like, he's, like, backwards. He's, like, back is arched kind of that way. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, girlfriend got me for that, uh, got me that for Christmas last year. That's very cool. As well as this shirt. Okay. I want to believe. It is. Keep talking. I'm still doing math. Uh, let's see. At least. Yeah, I basically just had my my room is literally all just like flags or tapestries or whatever because they're the easiest thing and they don't look tacky like an unframed poster does. And I don't have any framed posters, so yeah. Yeah. What's the other one? Is that Paul Bear? Yep. Yeah, that one's Paul Bear. That one is the Faceless. Ah. And then I have one that's behind my monitors, which is between the buried and me, but that's hard to see because that's also where my light and stuff is. It's just kind of there. And then I have several several other uh, ones folded up in my closet. I just don't have room for the cat pillow is uh tucked in between somewhere in the other pillows uh from when i just threw my pillows up top there basically <laughs> the cat pillow just sits up top of the crevice where the mattress and the and the headboard meet right and so it's just kind of chills she chills there 
and does not anything inappropriate in any way, shape, or form as has been misconstrued <laughs> on the stream in previous times. I don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> Math complete. Uh, oh, hey, then there's a cat. There is also a cat. She's kind of a pillow. Hi, Gray. I was going to say it's a cat pillow. Hi, Gray. All right, math has been completed. The scores have been updated. But it's Grace time to shine. We can now (laughs) do the reveal. Listen, I was trying to keep it under three hours. We're almost there. Uh, (laughs) You lied to me. Listen, we were done with the movie talk by two hours. I didn't expect And then we just talked about movies for another hour. Yeah, and then we talked about them again for another hour. Um, that last hour really breezed by. Holy shit! Um, but anyway, coming coming in in fourth place with eighty two points, possession. Coming in in third place, the Evil Dead. Whoa! With a hundred and twenty three points. Whoa! Okay. I'm still a contender. <laughs> Gonna do it a little bit differently. I'm gonna reveal first place and then second uh-huh. place. Because if I reveal second place, we know what first place is. So that's true. That's true. Bill, yeah. Builds the drama a little bit. Okay, the winner of this month. <laughs> oh God, please no. Um, the winner <laughs> of the month, and therefore the best '80s horror movie based on the small sampling size we took and completely arbitrary categories and point system, is Slaughter High. Are you fucking kidding me? With 172 points. No, that's it. I quit. I can't can't be the the fucking idiot that never watches movies can't keep winning. You are... Kettle, Kettle, you are no longer allowed to refer to yourself as not really a horror guy. Yeah. <laughs> With three consecutive victories in a row. Holy fucking shit. That's from, ridiculous. From Beyond rolled into second place with 157 points. Uh, yeah. And well, that was with me, like, gargling From Beyond's balls in my spreadsheet. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah I was like, I was like, holy shit, like, because... With the three points tallied, like me, me, Neff, and Fish's points tallied, I was like, from beyond, like, is not, <coughs> not really, um, looking a well, really, like, all three of the other movies, I was like, they're, Kettle's gonna have to pull some magic if any of them are even gonna have a shot. So that's when I saw the from beyond, so many from beyond picks, I was like, oh shit, it might have a shot, but alas, no. Again, you can't ignore the fact that it came in even before our judgments were levied with thirty. Well, yeah, that, that was kind of. I was about to say it's kind of bullshit. Like just because, yeah, just because it had so much drugs and sex and all that. You like, wa- you want me to to upgrade the criteria? Like have static points be separate and add up? No, our no, own no. Scores? Look, I'm gonna take my victory. We can't change the rules now. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Hold on now. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Though I, I, 
This is I what, threw that out as a like dumb bullshit pick. The sometimes dumb bullshit is the one that wins the day. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I mean, luck. to to be fair, I gave Slaughter High more points than the static points. I gave Slaughter High forty two points because mm, yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, this is this is why I was kind of like I wasn't trying to spoil anything, but I was trying to give you that nudge when you're like, I, like, no, nah, I'll just pass off my choice. I'm like, no, 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 you're gonna want, and you're like, no, nah, there's no chance my movie's gonna win. I'm like, come, come with something. I was, I just wasn't thinking about Static Boy. I, I was, I was just like, just come with something, come prepared. Mm-hmm. So Cal- well. What we watching in July? Next Kettle? month is Slashers. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I choose Slaughter High again. <laughs> Y'all loved it last time. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we yeah, loved actually, it. <laughs> yeah. Although, although it was it was Fish's most entertaining pick, so mm-hmm. she also enjoyed it. <laughs> I did. I did enjoy it. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, so the idea I was brainstorming a little bit for a category for next month, and we'll have to see if this applies uh, to everybody, right. but I was thinking, one that, like, kind of fucked you up as a kid. Like, if you saw it when you were younger and you were like, oh, Jesus. Hmm. That is... I'm in favor of that. Because yeah. that is, that is incredibly interesting. Because, yeah, because then it could be any genre. It's just whatever a a, a movie that, like, personally you saw as a younger person or whatever and, you know, little kid, middle school, early high school, you know, like like that kind of age that just, like, oh, my fuck, like. Well, I mean, it it bars at least, you know, individually choosing anything that we haven't seen before, but I've already got one in mind. Oh, I, I I, I know what mine is as well. Okay, okay. That that was what that was what led me to to make said choice. Yeah, Boone. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to watch my pick with me. I haven't watched it since. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Fish, do you have anything in mind for that? I yeah, and I'm kind of excited because if it were my choice, I would have gone with possession movies, and I was right. gonna be like, well, I I don't want to do The Exorcist because I want to do something that like something you know, new. Yeah, and that would be my choice, honestly. So your choice. Your choice. For this. Let, okay, oh, yeah. so if we've all got for stuff this. in mind, we can just reveal it now for a proper yeah. tease. So, so yeah, my my pick, and y'all motherfuckers going to laugh. Troll 2. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then, Neff, you said yours is The Ring, the American The Ring. The American one. Yeah. Okay. I can't, I can't watch it by myself. I have not looked at that movie i've not watched that movie since i was like 11. i haven't yeah i haven't seen it in a long time it's gonna be an interesting so re-watch. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna need adult supervision because i <laughs> will not watch it on my own i refuse fair enough and you can't please don't tease me about it either afterwards. no no okay <laughs> it legitimately it's like it's like how it is it was some people. i remember it, it being is, pretty freaky when i saw it yeah well yeah. like it it jarred me for like a month or two after watching it. Yeah. Like I unplugged everything. I removed. Oh no. Yeah. Like, no, I was not okay. And it's still kind of like, I can joke about it as long as I don't have to watch it. But <laughs> Well, now you got to watch it. Blame Kettle. Yeah. Damn it, Kettle. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's more than one movie that may have fucked with you. But... <laughs> nope. Yeah, oh, okay. That was- 
Yeah, no, that was that was that was it because I didn't watch movies a whole lot growing up. Uh-huh. So that was my very first horror movie and my very last one until I met Boone. Wow. <laughs> and then Fish, you said yours is the original Exorcist. Yes, yes, the original is um, important because it has the stair scene. Oh yeah, I'll say so specifically the version you never saw yeah so this movie fucked me up twice yeah (laughs) when i originally saw it and then when i saw the cut of the original with the spider walk yeah (laughs) (laughs) so all right kettle what's what's yours and for me it is the original child's play oh Oh, interesting nephew's gonna need adult supervision twice oh no she hates dolls Oh no, I ruined everything. I can change the category if you want. No, absolutely not. It's too good. Like it's it's so like that's what I was telling you, man, when you're like, I don't know, I'm worried we're gonna run out of themes at, at some point. No! You can go so weird with it. And so creative with it. Like that was that's a theme I never would have considered. You turn you turn Nuffy into E. T. <laughs> <laughs> now I just feel like an asshole. <laughs> it's my birthday month, Kelly. <laughs> Happy birthday! Fuck all you. (laughs) We love you. Listen, you've not seen Child's Play, have you, Neff? Oh. It's, it's, yes, there's a killer doll. At least in my opinion, it's not as bad. He's more funny than scary. Yeah. It's Brad Doll. When they stare at you with those soulless eyes. <laughs> no, see, that's the thing. Like yeah. he's he's he's, he's like he's like soulless. a he's like a Cabbage Patch doll. Like he's he's actually those are worse. Well, not fully <laughs> like a Cabbage Patch doll. Like you know what I'm saying, Kettle. Like he's more like animated. Yeah, not. He's more <laughs> he's more human yeah. looking than like the creepy like black eyed like doll. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you're not making this better. He's, oh, he's fair enough. Enough. I'll watch that one with you too. It's not. It'll be fine. We have our. our Are you yeah. afraid of midgets too? Like two inch no. people. No. So, two no, inch people. Afraid. Yeah, like you see in carnivals, you won't be oh. afraid of Chucky then because he's basically <laughs> like bad. you see in carnivals, <laughs> like Ronaldo. Yes. <laughs> two <laughs> inch people. Have you never? Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> this went off the rails in the worst way. Also, little people, dude, I believe is the preferred nomenclature. Yeah. First thing that came into my mind is like a two foot person, like you would see in a carnival. Like that's basically what Chucky is. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah. Only he's murderous, so like he's, he's a little Brad more rubbery Dorf looking. He's Brad Dorif. Yeah, it's Brad Dorif. That's pretty funny. <laughs> no. <It's> pretty cool. <laughs> It'll be fun. We we are watching horror movies after all. Eventually, you plan to watch horror movies that actually, you know, horrify you on your horror they talk all show, right? Yes, correct. Have you not watched me watch horror movies? I get scared <laughs> and everything. I'll supervise you. You'll be fine. 
When I when I was brainstorming the category, I I, I you were like this will be fun that the said movie did not bother you anymore because right. child's play does not bother me anymore. <laughs> I don't have enough of a like a pool of things to be like oh yeah no man I watched I watched all these dang movies and they all scared me and now i'm over it no man i read a lot as a kid like i didn't i didn't watch a whole bunch of movies so i've got like one. Oh yeah i mean look child's play is literally the only one that gave me recurring nightmares for years like mm. it's just i eventually i don't know i eventually won in my dreams and then it went away oh yeah. Yeah. oh fish fish there are i do remember vividly from the ring, if you have not seen it yet, there yeah, is. Yeah, no, there I've is... seen the ring. Yeah. Okay, I was about to say there's, there's dying into... animals. It <laughs> fucked me. It fucked me up too. But like when I say the Exorcist fucked me up, I mean like I still love the Exorcist. Like th- right. this is a fun category because I still love these movies, even though all of them fucked me up in some way. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we'll have plenty of time to talk at length about all of these later this month. Heck yeah. The 31st. Which will also be at 10 o'clock because Fish Also 10 o'clock, yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> but hey, thank you guys. Yeah, for thank you. In. And I'm sorry for making you suffer through a third month of uh, my bullshit. <laughs> I, I mean, I, mean I would, I would say I'll get you next month, but at the same time, next month, or, or this month rather, but I've, I'm backing troll fucking two. I don't have mm. high hopes. Yeah, it could be a surprise win, but I doubt it. <laughs> but anyway, that'll that'll do it for the spook show syndicate for June, June Ooh. and July. It's a double whammy. Yeah. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> We're just going to have... <laughs> 31st Neff's just going to be in a straight jacket rocking back and forth. <laughs> okay. Mumbling. To... Gonna... She's going to be like Jeffrey Combs at the start of From Beyond. <laughs> it's okay. She's going to get sushi this weekend. She'll be all right. Yeah. That's go. not the surprise I was talking oh. about, by the way, Naffy. But yeah. that is. Don't look so dis- disappointed that sushi oh. wasn't the surprise. My God. Oh. All right. Oh, I'm going to. That's because I don't know what the surprise is. It was more like, oh, that's the surprise. I figured she slipped, let it slip. And then she didn't. I was like, I'm getting good at this. Now you're devious and playing with it. Yeah. That's the fun part. <laughs> like like me not spoiling the surprise that Kettle won another month. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you were officially unable uh, to tell you, to tell people you're not a horror guy anymore. That's it. That's that's your punishment. You can okay? now tell people Deal you're not that. a whore. Yeah, I'm not a whore. <laughs> I am not a whore. <laughs>